Welcome to another episode of A Talk of Opportunity, a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons, all things tabletop, and board games. Sometimes. So three things are the same thing. And with me as usual. And well, I mean, not, they're not. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, I'm Andrew. <laughs> I got sidetracked already. <laughs> wow. This is a great start. Well, I'm just saying uh, D&D and tabletop. Sometimes, you know, it could be it could be different. Then you could be a digital tabletop. Yeah, we could talk about Neverwinter Nights. That's not a tabletop game. It's actually a solo RPG for the computer. So, I mean, that you you're right. You or the right. or the latest Baldur's Gate game, which that, I still haven't played cuz I haven't finished it. It's still in early access. Or, Anyways. or, or we talk about that animated short about Dritz the Erden. Which is amazing. Oh, we got to talk about that. Narrated by ben Benedict Cumberbund. Ben ben what the fuck's his name? B Cabbage Patch? Cumberface? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so for those of you that just dropped out right now because of this. Uh, <laughs> ben Benedict Chrysanthemum. Is that how you pronounce this one? <laughs> oh, man. Today we're talking about the most wonderful feeling in the world when you finish a campaign. A year-long campaign. Well, in this case, it was like eight months. But that's what we're talking about today. And let's play that magnificent bumper that I made. So shut the fuck up, Andrew. I'm going to hold my breath. <gasps> yeah, <sighs> look at that. And Andrew didn't die. <laughs> Oh my god, which one was that? That was a short one. We're going to move you up to the long one. The one that's like three hours. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, <laughs> the, the, ex, the extended, extended cut. <laughs> the stream cuts back to a corpse. Just <laughs> <laughs> we should do that one day. <laughs> that, that'll be for the Halloween episode. Whoa, spooky! <laughs> All right, Andrew. All right. So we're talking about a lot of things today. Uh, we're gonna do a small review of a of, uh, descent into Avernus. Um, we're going to feature only for our podcast listeners, uh, after, not the live, but the, the regular podcast. We're gonna feature a interview with our players that is gonna be edited in in post production. Mm -hmm. um, we'll fix it in post. Don't worry about it. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> uh, we're also gonna talk about how we feel after a campaign. The guy that's playing the main character couldn't make it. Don't worry. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a single tripod in sight. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we have a full episode for you guys today. But before we get to all that, we're going to talk about what gives us the fuel to play. Let's way, start like this after party. Uh, it's almost noon. Yeah. What are you drinking today, Andrew? I am. Hold on. I am drinking. Uh, speaking to the mic, Andrew. I am drinking Edmund Oast Brewing Company's Bound by Time IPA. Whoa. Yeah, it's fancy. Oh, shit. That, yeah. <laughs> the price tag's all there. It's $5 for this one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I am drinking a Vesa Sur. I went to Miami the other weekend. Mm -hmm. Went to a brewery. I tried their stuff, their flight. It was amazing, all of them. Sadly, to take home, they only had a couple of them. And the best one for me was the Mangolandia. Ooh. Um, which is a play in words because people usually call the United States Gringolandia. Like yeah, so it's Mangolandia. Uh, I have a feeling that this is owned by Venezuelans only because they, they use the Vesa instead of Cerveza. Um, that's like a thing. So, but I'm not sure. Look at this oh little. Look at this cock. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're and we're, we just got gigged off the stream. <laughs> we just got demonetized. Oh my god, I love the smell of a good IPA where it's like kind of piney and like kind of sappy. Mm. And 
Mm. Dude, oh, did I tell you about the? They had three IPAs. The one uh, that I liked, the, the one that I liked the most. Man, this is a small bottle. Fucking Venezuelans always. Anyways, um, they had a grapefruit IPA, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then they had a blood orange IPA, Ooh. which was just the best. And they had a uh, South Coast IPA, which was also pretty good too. Um, but the blood, because you would think like blood orange will like be very like tarty, you know, like. Ugh. But it had such a good like citrusy uh, flavor profile without taking away from the IPA feel. Mm. It was. It was Cit- so anything citrusy is a really good balance for an IPA because there's something about it. It really just kind of rides that wave. So. Yeah, Echa in Miami. That means it's made in Miami. This is actually is this a is this a East Coast IPA? Because it kind of tastes like it. Charleston, South Drink. Carolina. No, okay. Oh my baby. Yeah. So yes. Cheers to completing another campaign. Bros. Congratulations. Bro, well, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yes, we did it. We did it, yeah. Mm. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been trying to uh to to put face, but I'm so tired right now. <laughs> Dude. Uh, anyways. You don't have to play you can rest now. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to touch your chest through the through the computer screen. <laughs> try to touch my chest. We try, try. We did it, Mr. Stark. <laughs> we won. <laughs> oh wait, wrong movie. <laughs> oh no, that's the wrong franchise. <laughs> Alright, so the topic for today, Andrew. Post campaign. No, that's the wrong movie too. <laughs> I'm sorry. We we watched oh. one we watched Wonder Woman eighty four and apparently I was the only person in the universe that actually enjoyed it. So You liked it? It was okay. I mean like okay. it was like the, no, the, I can't I am out. So sorry. No, you have to understand when it when it's a DC movie, I was just like, okay, turn my brain off and like don't <laughs> yeah. like like it. I went into it with the same mentality going into Mortal Kombat. I'm like, I just want to see some cool action scenes, and that's what I got. So like, I wasn't did expecting you, did like. You, a, did you? Did you get? I actually kind of like Pedro Pascal's character and how he was just. That was like probably the only highlight of the fucking. Movie. Oh, I mean, that's hey, and he was like in it for like eighty percent of the movie. So who gives a life? Sh- it's good, but it, it could, could be, be better. better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, we just finished. We just got done with Descent into Avernus. And oh boy, what a trip that was. So, let me play this three hour long uh, final uh, session yearbook <laughs> movie <laughs> for you guys. Where 18, a good. As we go, as we go. It's like overlay with as we go on, we remember. <laughs> a big chunk of it is like us fighting against Roll 20. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say a good 18 to 20% of it is just us like. It's like Roll 20's <laughs> crashing and stuff like that. Oh, man. Okay, so. <laughs> the graduating class of 2021. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like Varric, like, mo- most likely to become an angelic <laughs> semi-deity. <laughs> and it fades into him as a deity, but like the same yeah. Quintess is most likely to be scrapped for, for spare parts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Glyph oh. most likely to da, 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 face down on the <laughs> most likely to die halfway through the campaign when the player realizes he doesn't enjoy this class. Yeah. 
Uh, Orin, and it's a picture of just your crockpot <laughs> with like the legs sticking out. <laughs> most like, more, most more likely, likely the, his own business, the, the least successful business in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Carpod, most likely to take an axe straight to the face. <laughs> oh man, Ludovico, uh, so. most likely to be an embarrassment. <laughs> God, <laughs> why did you even bring him back? <laughs> To show you how miserable he would have been. Uh, uh, all right. So, yes, this is Descending into Avernus was my fifth campaign. And it I shows. Anyways. <laughs> and it, wow. I'm talking about experience, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. So, we did, we did Lost Minds of Vendelbor. That was the first one. Then we jumped over to Stump King's Thunder. Then we went to. Doom um, Annihilation. Tomb of Annihilation, that's when you jumped in into the group. So we're seeing that. Then we did Waterdeep, which we don't talk about that. Dark, uh, we don't. dark times in the group. That was, that, you know, I, I think. We're not going back to the Waterdeep anymore. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just the weirdest thing about Waterdeep was that, like, it was only 40 hours long. You yeah. realize that? That, that yeah, Waterdeep was, was a work week. Like, it was, it was a very short campaign compared to the other right, ones that right. were, like, a year, eight months, that yeah. kind of stuff. So. And then. Tomb of Annihilation, for, I mean, uh, Descending to Avernus, for me, right? right? And then we have uh, Barovia, or uh, yeah, Curse we, of Strahd. Yeah, Curse of Strahd, so, after, yeah. after Waterdeep, but before... Uh, oh, Kevin asked us which part would we enjoy the most. We're going to talk about that. Um, actually, let's, let's jump right into that. Andrew, out of the whole... Oh, wait, I think he's talking about the campaign itself. Which one do we enjoy the most? Oh, I, I, wait, wait. Did you want to go over the most enjoyable adventure that we had since I wasn't part for two thirds of them. <laughs> I, well, I, I, can, I would have I, to say Storm King's Thunder. Because I, 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 I'm, which campaign? He says, which campaign? Oh, so okay. in my, for me, because I DM most of them. No, I DM all of them. Um, I, I truthfully enjoy the most uh, Tomb of Tomb of Annihilation. I really like how that one played out. It was fun all the way throughout. Um, <laughs> The travel was fun to an extent. It could have been a lot more, but but that wasn't a big part of it. I think the the, the players really did a, a really had really had a good time through the whole thing with the reveals and the secrets and the backstabbing of the NPCs and all that kind of stuff. That was great. Also, the last dungeon was just ridiculous, which I loved. Like the dungeon crawl, like nine levels of dungeon crawl, and like you guys were just like afraid of everything, and then towards the end, you all were so fucking cocky. Um, I think that was a good time. I really enjoyed playing a cleric during that last <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you kicked you kicked Taz in Tomb of Annihilation for sure. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and then uh, don't get me wrong, Descent into Evidence was really good, but for some reason, Tomb of Annihilation is, is, is fresh there for me still. Um, so out of all of those, that's how that's what I've enjoyed the most. The I mean, obviously, I've only played Barovia, which I had a fucking blast with that. Like my character just went from like zero to a hundred. Uh, uh, character development was like like in a blink of an eye. It was great. Like he started as a goody goody two shoes that was very intrigued by everything, and he ended up as a fucking agent sociopath. of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. I'm I hoping a lot. I'm, I'm hoping to see something. I'm hoping to see something like that in rhyme, where it's like, oh, I hope so too. Where it's like, oh no, I love everything, nature, and then you're like, is that person dead? Can I eat them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Andrew? How about you? Be- between 
Uh, Waterdeep <laughs> Tomb of Annihilation. I'd have to say Waterdeep's probably and, my favorite And descend into Avernus. I would actually have to say, even though I... Hmm, Tomb of Annihilation was fun for me because I got to jump in late game. So I was like, mm-hmm. so you were like, make a level 10 character. I'm like, I'm all, I'm all on that. Or it was like a level nine or something like that. So I was like, yeah. already like, <laughs> like when I came in. Um, and, and, and then I was like, oh, here's my intro to my story. And I immediately dropped it. <laughs> um, I would have to say Descent into Avernus, though, was probably the most fun I've had. Only because it had the most what I like to call like pure D and D moments where it's just like yeah. things kind of coalesced all together. And it was like fun, but funny and also story wise and stuff specifically early game descent into Avernus. Mm-hmm. Like, like when we were going through those sewers and I was still playing a rogue, like that was, that was probably the most fun I've had in D and D in a good long while. I can, I can agree with that a hundred percent because I was having a blast at the, as a DM. Yeah. Those it just, it, it played out so well. Those, those encounters were tense and they were fun. And it, it really had to make me think like it really hit, made me stretch my brain muscles on like, okay, what can I do to not die? Not die. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is, which is great because I remember when I was preparing for, uh, for descending to Avernus, you know, I always call like, see what the community is saying, reviews, you know, uh, walkthroughs of the whole thing. I obviously read it. And then I always go to DM's Guild and download their, uh, they always have a guide for Yeah, me, or like a supplement somebody, or something like that. No, like if I look specifically for the guide. I don't know if it's the same person, but there's always like Tomb of Annihilation guide or whatever. And all it is, is just, it just breaks it down and makes it a little bit more streamlined for the DM. Sometimes it has good changes, which I'm going to talk about that. And sometimes it has questionable, uh, just not, not questionable, but things that are like, ah, somebody's trying too hard on this. Mm. Um, like uh, trying too hard to put their own like yeah, homebrew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah to make content type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, but I appreciate it regardless. Cause it's, it's a good perspective on it. And everybody was always like, Oh, the, 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 what's it called? The encounter in the, t- in the elf elf song to tavern, like you you gotta tone that down. Like instead of this many, just half it. Nope. You know, like make sure that they talk to the NPCs so, so they can get help. You have to tone it. Ev- almost everybody, I think only like a single person said that he read it the way it was, and they said he said that it was challenging, but it wasn't impossible. And I'm just like, because I was just got enough of Barovia, and I was just like. I'm tired of being the nice DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For once, I'm gonna push it. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what it is. And, and one of the and, big things, and, and I and and I think I think coming off of Barovia, I told you straight up, don't pull punches. Like, don't make mm-hmm. the same mistake yeah. I did. You yeah. know, like. And I and I and I took that to heart too. Um, by the way, Kevin says yes. I can't wait to get there. I think. Uh, that to Avernus, there's a lot of wow, wow slash plot twist moments for the players, and yes, they, there was. Um, but but everybody was like, turn it down, turn it down. I didn't turn it down. I was like, I'm gonna go as is. You know, if they die, they die. <laughs> and and if he dies, he dies. And and you want to know something? That was a fucking great encounter. Like, granted, I died literally within the first round, and that's okay. Like, I know everyone's like, ha ha ha. You know, Andrew built this character up and he died. But I mean, think about it. That that set the tone for the entire campaign. Yeah, that showed us that like, okay, we're we're not fucking around here. Like, we like yeah. like this this is a serious threat. And 
throughout that entire campaign, people were like, okay, Grease is a really good spell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think like, Grease was the MVP spell of the whole campaign. The, the entire, like, 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 I, I'm pretty sure if it wasn't for that first encounter, Heather's character probably wouldn't have picked up Grease. Because, like, because yeah. it, it, it just goes to show, hey, you can have a spell that doesn't do damage and it's still super useful. And if it yep. wasn't, if it wasn't for Grease, that, that, that fight could have gone sideways so yep. hard. Like yeah. more so and, than it did. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I think I think what got me to consider because for a moment I was like maybe I should balance it was because in the legit I think it was like the first paragraph of the adventure. Once you start, like after you read all about what's happening, whatever, and what you actually start, I think it was like, you know, oh, uh, Captain Zudge recruits the players. If the mm-hmm. players take X amount of time and don't deliver or they, they they don't seem to be going for the ultimate goal, uh, Captain Zudge sends like five to ten veterans to take care of the of the of the of the characters which, and if they die, if they kill them they kill them. and i'd read that i'm like wait what so like if which they don't keep do, keep in what? mind a veteran is like a cr3 monster so they will right i'm like it just it felt harsh right i'm like now looking back i'm like no it, ma- it totally makes sense like no. I, I get it i get why they did that because people were like oh lazy writing more if you railroad your character i'm like no i mean it's, it you you you're paying you're paying for a campaign, you know. There's probably better ways to like push a character, but usually somebody who's gonna start a campaign like that, everybody's like, "Oh, here's the plot, uh, the plot, the plot hook. Let's go for it." Well, look, you here, I mean? well, okay, so that that kind of involves like the players, like you you set out a plot hook, and the players like, okay, this is let's just humor him and go along with it. Like right. that that's just good playing, right. but also, right. but also you can like role play the captain's dodge thing. Like, hey, look. We spent a lot of flaming fist money and resources on you. We're gonna get our money's worth one way or another. Right. You know, kind right, of right, you right. know, so so you can role play it that different way. But also, going back to that first encounter, you you've like established through session zero and like through like the little handouts that you gave us pre-game that Baldur's Gate was like the city of blood. Like it was essentially Gotham if there was no Batman. So <laughs> so like so like if if that first encounter was we steamrolled through the enemies. I would have been like, eh, it's not so bad. Yeah. But, but, but the fact, but the fact that we got like, the fact that we were the ones that got steamrolled was, was like, okay, which we we are really in it now, (laughs) which for this group specifically, it's a big change because for as much as like we do die. Well, actually even we don't actually die, but like as far as much as we go down or whatever, I think everybody got really comfortable to always win. Mm hmm. You know, within like especially in like Curse of Strahd or even like back in Tomb of Annihilation, everybody just got very comfortable with like, ah, oh, we're just gonna make it through. There's no way, like, right, right, right. Well, it's dead. well, especially in Five E, it's very difficult. Once the players have gotten past a certain threshold, mm-hmm. it's difficult to kill people. You yeah. know, so yeah, but no, think- like, like put that fear in them in level one, like, boom, right, knife right in the throat, like. Ah! Yep. <laughs> Like anyone yep. can die. Yep. So. And and I love I love how that whole section with Baldur's Gate played out because it <laughs> there was a lot of things that Bald, was not in their games. Honestly, Bald, Baldur, say, Baldur's Gate and early Elturel were my favorite parts of Avern. <laughs> hold on, because like that part, the, uh, Kevin says that he totally agrees with you. Um, the thing is that uh, what's it called on. Um, the reason why you guys got charged what two thousand gold pieces for a resurrection was because I couldn't remember how much it actually cost. <laughs> ah, I mean that, but but that all makes sense because like, oh no, we got we got uh, what's what's the word? 
Like we got we got like rat fucked by this by this cleric guy. Like, of course he's gonna gouge the prices. It's Baldur's Gate. He's probably like, right. oh, he's probably he's probably like, oh, these these like new guys in the city. Like, I'm gonna see how much I can get off of them. Right. You know, you know like, and I played it off that way. But like, honestly, when when like they asked, I couldn't find a spot of the resurrection mm-hmm. thing. So I'm like, oh, two thousand gold pieces. Yeah. Because I knew it was a lot. I just didn't know it was that much. It was probably something like two hundred gold. I don't think it was like two thousand gold. But then, but then you had to think about like parts and labor and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that so yeah no like, i get it that whole bit and you guys owing money to captain such and putting everything on his God, name and the and, the and the fact yeah. that we were like oh it's a flaming fist this is a blank check and then it's yeah. like, no ten thousand gold is a lot of fucking money yeah <laughs> and like the moment like i remember after because you guys might honestly one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was the uh the when you guys were down in the in the sewers looking for the uh that was so intense oh yeah that would that was great i that love was so that intense. part you guys i mean you guys went down a couple times like to the point i remember at one point you guys were like in this little room just shaking can we take a short rest no not right now why not why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or like that moment that like I remember because like uh, or or half orc sam or no or full orc samurai was like I can take these guys and he went in but like something happened that like nobody like nobody made the plan cohesively so he oh, went all the way yeah. in and then all the enemies went against him but then he fucking stood his ground and it came down to like the rolls like one hit he would go down but like it was just rolling like the rolls were in his favor at that moment it just played out like. <laughs> like you guys were like on one end and like oh we have to help him we have to help him and when you guys decided to finally like get your shit together and go back you just find him covered in blood with all the dead bodies around him like yeah, with like, like five hit points left yeah he's like thanks for the help <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean it really it, it really was down to like oh do I move over here oh well now Orin's dead because because the assassin right. because the assassin right. had a clear shot at him yeah you know yeah. and, and, and that, it, that old lady that went invincible and started stabbing people in the back Gosh. I, at that, when I got to that point, I got I was like, "There's no way they can make it through this." And again, I was this close to like, "Now let me let me just wind it back a bit, just a little bit, right?" Or maybe I'll fudge some rolls and stuff like that. But I was like, "Nah, fuck it." No, if no, they no. Die, they die. no I'll, I'll figure something out. And think about and, it. And, and 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 think about it. If we had died in the Baldur's Gate sewers, what better cold opening? For yeah. Descent into Avernus and hey, yeah. this is how fucked this city is. Yeah. This group of adventurers died. Now roll yeah. up your real characters. Right. <laughs> oh, that would be that would have been glorious. <laughs> like the, I'm pretty sure everybody would have been like, wait, are you serious? Mm-hmm. We're not coming back from that? <laughs> no, why no, no, you're dead. You're you're part of the sewers now. Like that would have been great. And then like you guys come back down to the sewers and you see the dead bodies still there. Yeah. Just you know, strip from their loot and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that would have been fantastic. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah. So that part was amazing. Oh, dude, that part when like when you're fighting the two bosses and you go into the shadows. Remember that? God, and you couldn't like. Then you couldn't. He was trying to hide, but he it's this hulking figure looking for you goes into the darkness. And and, and neither of us have dark vision, so we're so I'm yeah. just I'm just like pressed against the wall, and I'm like, please don't see me, please don't see me, please don't see me. And I, <laughs> I I I don't think I've ever had such like a heart beat like tense moments such as that where i'm just like okay 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 yeah i remember i roll i can't remember the exact roll i made but i was like oh if he rolls this much he sees and something like that and he didn't 
And I, 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 because I, there was a chance. I wasn't just going to be like, oh, he just can't see you. Mm-hmm. you know? Oh, no, I think he like he was going to swing. Yeah. And it was like a percentage uh, that you could get hit. Yeah. Um, but then you were you had the advantage because you could see the light from behind him. So you saw the silhouette of him. Oh, that part was glorious. Yeah, that was um, mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> all that, that was great. And then like when you guys went to the upper city, into the the Ventapores. Ventapores. Fantapers and like the whole brotherly thing with uh, with home kid. With, uh, oh yeah, name? God, what was his name? We we just kind of uh, dropped him off somewhere. Like yeah, fuck it, you're good. You here. dropped him off at Candle Keep, but yeah, you like made like bodily uh, bodily. Ew, that sounds weird. Brotherly love with him. You're like, oh hey, my, my, hey brother. You know, like <laughs> and so forth and whatnot. And like at the end, you like set his house on fire, <laughs> and you leave with a cat. And as you're walking out from Baldur's Gate. Into the lower city, uh, you you guys <laughs> just like, looking over your shoulder, and the fire keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and like and like the fire got started from something like we were just like trying to get rid of these robes. We're like, yeah, fuck, I throw it in the fireplace. It's fine. Little did we know that six sets of robes kind of <laughs> spread out a lot. <laughs> so, <sighs> by the way, Kevin says that he remembers Andy trying to use a lantern to look under a door without uh, under a door through a room a dark room without having yeah 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 cause, no because because i had the thieves tools and one of the things is like it's like a mirror with a stick so i tried to do it and you're like hey, like you don't see anything i'm like why not I'm like because you don't have dark vision i'm like oh well fuck me i guess <laughs> oh my god and i think the room right next to that was uh <laughs> i think it was <laughs> there was two rooms one of them uh howard like sends his little uh, laris into mm-hmm. it and it's just a shit ton of skeleton and it's like nope they're not going that way no, and then, like wait and then way later you open another door and it's just a bunch of skeletons and you're like nope just close it <laughs> that, just, that whole sewer system was so fucked no don't 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 go in there. But it but oh. it was it, it 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 really it really was something like down to the like the most minute detail because because I remember Glyph's like I'm gonna go take care of these skeletons. Oh no, there's like seven fucking skeletons in here. Because <laughs> like I think up to that point you're always you're, you guys are so used to just like you know oh let's kill every single everything on every single room mm-hmm. right. But like if you did that here, you wouldn't make it to the end. And guess what? This is this was not the game where we were where we were leveling up by XP. So we really <laughs> did not have to kill every single thing. But but, um, but like there's we like like for some reason we have the mentality of like a SWAT team where we have to like clear yeah. every single room and stuff like that. No, no, but that was that was right at the beginning. Like halfway through, you're like, no, nah, fuck that. Let's just keep no, going straight. No, you know what? This isn't my fight. <laughs> to the point that you see you see the grandma in the in the the tub full with filled with blood and you're you're all like nope i ain't dealing with that and then i'm like and somehow somehow she's stuck along too no 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 because i because i was like i'm gonna ask what's going on everyone's like oh god no listen <laughs> dude <laughs> but but it's content i want to see what's happening and now orin's decapitated well yeah <laughs> And you owe what, like another two thousand resurrection? I think it was like ten thousand at that point. It was no, 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 no. It, it was something crazy. It was like it was a ridiculous amount of money. So I think honestly, Baldur's Gate on in and of itself was was a good. Like I know it was like the intro, the first five levels. You know how they, but usually you forget about the intro level. You forget about the goblins in Storm King's Thunder. You forget about I don't even remember the one from Tomb of Annihilation. You forget about that crap. But this was like an excellent intro to descend into. It, it was a real good tone setter. 
Yeah, yeah, because like, like I every time I read like, oh, the first chapter is just the, the, the intro, just the first mm-hmm. five levels, and usually it's get the goblins. Uh, man, I really can't remember the one from Tomb of Annihilation. It was something stupid too. I can't. Remember it's what it was. it's 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 either something that's like gonna set the tone for the rest of the campaign, or it's mm-hmm. just like. Oh, here's like an arbitrary can uh, yeah. like an arbitrary quest that kind of snowballs into like right. this sort of like it links into the other rest of the story. Right. So you know it's and go on. No, I was gonna say like and it usually you by the end of the campaign you forget about it. You're like, oh yeah, that that happened. You know. Um. So but like I, by <laughs> but, but like by the end of this campaign we were like, do we have to go back to Baldur's Gate? We owe Captain Zodge a lot of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After all you went through, you're still concerned about Captain Zod. Yeah, we fought fucking Tia, Matt, and, like, Captain Zod was the biggest threat we dealt. Like, <laughs> I love that. He's not even the highest ranking one. You actually have older Revengar right next to oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, but we're like, no, 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 man. <laughs> we don't want to mess with Captain hey, Zod. Hey, could, could you put in a code word for Captain Zod for me, please? <laughs> he scares me. <laughs> 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 like, like the picture of Tiamat that that I don't fear but Captain Such that I fear <laughs> that thing scares me <laughs> it scares me oh man but yeah so Baldur's Gate was great um, you know the, the part with Candlekeep was cute it was just like a transitioning moment yeah can, can, um, Candlekeep was just kind of like a sort of like okay let's just right. get to let's the, get you to Avernus yeah um, uh, I mean it kind of played out really well too though but then El Terrell, when you guys get to El Terrell. El Terrell. You guys are like, you guys are like, it can't be worse than Baldur's Gate, right, guys? No. Okay. So, so, welcome to hell, first of all. El Terrell was a real fucking sobering moment where, like, the, 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 there, there was a moment where there was a crumbling building and there were children inside and they died and it was just, like, silence throughout the players. And we're like, Jose, you are fucked. <laughs> but, but, but then but then but but then afterwards i was like dude jose such a good job like yes we are in hell like this is exactly what hell should exactly. be like exactly like and listen in my this is okay behind the scenes this is what i had i had i think it was five dwarf like a family it was a family and i i i gave them all the same chance to survive it was <laughs> up to your guys's roles so when i was asking like the roles to make sure that they're like a I can't remember, but I think it was the orc, uh, Varric. He kept moving things, and he kept failing the checks, and things inside the bin- building were crumbling, and that's when some of the voices went quiet. Yeah. You know? So, it, yes, I'm an asshole for the kid died, but, but it's, they all had the it's same hell. Chance. Like, it's hell. Yeah. It's, it's hell. It's supposed to be the worst worst possible thing happening you know and it's the, thing like, is that, the thing is that heather uh, the last session is like she brought it back up and i'm like oh i thought you forgot about it it's like no i'm never forgetting about no this. and it's like it's like okay okay let me let me pull back the curtain for you a dm is not supposed to be nice <laughs> like a dm is supposed <laughs> to like if you're if you're in hell expect like to see people like impaled on spikes and shit <laughs> like that like it, well well, you say that, right? You say that, and then like we keep going through the adventure. You know, you do the thing in El Terrell. El cool Terrell was demons. hellish. <laughs> yeah, and then you go down to Avernus with a little Lulu, and you got you go down to the you know you meet Mad Maggie, you make friends with her somehow. Um, you go to the dream, blah blah blah, very whimsical. And then you're like, oh, we have to go to the hill. 
And I'm like, yes, you guys have to go to the hill. Haruman's hill. And you guys get there. It's like, oh, what's what's happening here? And then you turn around. And it's a massive nightmare of gold on fire coming down to you. Go, And then like... Hold that on, was hold my on. Favorite, that was my favorite fucking part. You're, Go ahead. you're forgetting the part where there's a copse of trees with soldiers <laughs> impaled on them, and they're like, kill me the yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> and every time End they like, took one out, like, evaporated. But then you guys are getting, you guys, I love that part. It was so good because you guys, like, oh. I'm gonna ready my action so when the night, the nightmare and the night on top of it come to me, I'm gonna get them and everybody starts doing the same. And we forgot about the <laughs> 70 sturges that were flying around the area. You know, just imagine that it like time pauses and then it's just like a, a fucking cloud of yeah. sturges. Like, yeah, like, just like, <laughs> like, like migratory, like migratory birds. Just, yeah. Take like what, like seventy percent of your health? Oh yeah, they they evaporated us. <laughs> <laughs> and at the point, you guys, after that round, you guys are like, maybe we should run. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? If you don't yeah, mind, yeah. if you don't mind answering, what yeah. what were the actual attack stats for Haramon? Because he was doing stupid damage. No, he was he he had uh, because because it was something he was doing like seventy something damage per turn or something. I'm no, like no. Oh. He, I'm like, no, no, that was those are those are actual rolls. Hold on. No, no, I know. I just because because I know I know the creature that he was based off of, and it's in Mordecai yeah. and Soma Foes. I'm like, there's no, there's no way he was doing <laughs> well, that. Let much me, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull him up because I off of like it. a 3d8 roll or something no, like that. It was, it, was it was probably something like the Lance of Vengeance. It does like an extra 50 damage to people he doesn't like, which is everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Maybe because because like what's it like 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 Haramon came down and like one shot at all of us. I'm like, all right, well we're fucking dead. Well, it, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't a one shot. But it was pretty much a one shot. It was not a one shot. I remember I, I I specifically remember Quintessence took out his horse and he somehow got stronger from it. Like like we went to like phase two of the boss fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're like a, we're like a second boss bar showed up <laughs> on the bottom of the screen. We're like, oh no. He does he does one D twelve plus five piercing damage. Mm -hmm. And then if he hits, obviously, he does an extra three D ten fire damage. Jesus. And that is yeah, and that's and how many, one how many that's one out of three attacks. Okay, alright. So that's how he yeah. was okay, okay. Yeah. He all had right. a Hellfire Lance, that's what it was called. Uh, okay. Alright. So that's yeah. how he that's how he was doing stupid damage like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh but yeah, and then and then after all that you like texting me one night, it's like, hey man, you know, I don't feel like we're in hell. You know, everything's just very okay. Hold on, life. hold the phone, <laughs> hold the phone, because this was like this was like when we were like like almost. Okay, I get it. I'm the asshole here. Okay, because <laughs> it's like it's like, just. It's just like it's just like we we were dealing with like a lot of deserts and there was like a weird caravan. I was like, oh hey, come eat our food. It's really delicious here. And like, oh here's a bath. <laughs> I mean, like yes, in the grand scope of things, yes, there was like a dead colossus and there was like you know people impaled on trees and like and like and like a forest made of bones. Blah blah blah. <laughs> And that wasn't hellish enough for you. I don't know. It was just it was just something like like I, I was expecting my 
character to be tormented, just like hey, 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 you, can, you, you committed war crimes. You know what? You know, you know one mechanic I completely forget about. Kevin, take notes on this. A mechanic I completely forget about that could would have come amazingly handy every time. When a character goes down, a little devil appears, and it offers you a contract to bring you back up. That would have been amazing. But it, I completely, I was going the other day, I'm like, going through the beginning, because I, I was trying, I was looking for something specific, and I fucking saw it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Because you guys went down so many times. You, it could have been the same fucking devil. Like, hey! You're like, oh, no, you signed this paper. We really got to stop meeting like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <With> the sticker. <laughs> You know, and, and, and the contract could have been anything. It could have been anything, as long as it was against the player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, see, and he says, he, Kevin's, Kevin says he doesn't remember reading that. Yes, it's in the uh, in the uh, Avernus extra, not extra rules, but like uh, flavor bits. Uh, like when you read like what's Avernus, the around the Iker and I and, area, and, and I and I remember. There. And I remember because I was asking, like, hey, are we going to be having contracts with devils? Because, like, I, I, made, I made a game in a little bit. Like, I knew about devils and demons. And right, 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 right. And you were like, yeah, of course we're going to have contracts with devils. Like, okay, I'm going to make a character. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a character that's a mercenary, and he will make a contract with the devil. Because it's like, I co- fuck it. <laughs> Dude, it, it, was, it was so many things going on. I, it was, that was what I was talking about, that little devil bit. Mm-hmm. And there, was other, there, was, there were other. Honestly, the contract thing was so abstract to me. That it gave me more of a headache that it made me excited about. Mm. Uh, oh no, the stream pause. What? Oh, Kevin. Oh, no, don't go. Ah, it's Facebook. Hold on. But see, that is something. Are we still recording? Can I talk? Yeah, yeah, we should. We should. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is something that's like the contract thing. That's something you sh- you would like probably want to come up with before you even run the adventure. Just be like, yeah. okay, the contract's gonna do. Like, roll a D10. This is what the contract does. And then you come up with some stuff. And it's like, oh, you have to, you know, you have to kill one of your own, like, people before the, like, I don't know, the 10 day is over or something like that. Like, you know, like, like that, that would be, that would be something like, I, I understand it is a bit of a headache because the book probably says, I don't know, come up with something. But then, like, you know, you probably do have to come up with something. And there, and yeah. Believe me, there's a there's a lot of rules and stuff that I'm having to write down for my mm. personal use just for rhyme. Because I'm like, okay, if I want to do this justice, I have to get this all laid out. So uh, yeah, no, I, I I completely understand where the whole like headache thing comes from. Yeah, and it was I just, I just, I just, I'd read it like four times and just it didn't click. And that that's on me. I probably could have pushed that a bit more. But honestly, there was so much more to to like the rest of the of the adventure mm-hmm. that I didn't think it was hundred uh, percent necessary. However, that little like if you go down, the little devil pops up. I wanted to use that so bad, and I just just me being me. There's just know? I okay. mean I mean I mean the thing about it is is that the reality of it is that you're not gonna. Oh, sorry. Oh my god. Sorry. The reality of it is that nobody's perfect and you're not going to be able to use 100% of everything that's in the book. I mean, there were so many things that I've dropped out of Curse of Straw just because either I forgot or I'm like this is too much work for me right now. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, so I mean, I, Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Um <clears throat> 
So, I mean, as, lo- as, as long as the adventure was yours and you made it yours and it was something memorable and something that people can reference back to, eh, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's yeah. a success. So. I had I, I personally had a blast. And and, and what, it, what I was leading with those, this whole thing before Facebook decided to drop the stream uh, uh, with the whole like you didn't think that hell was enough hell was my favorite improvisation moment of my whole fucking dm career war crimes <laughs> war crimes <laughs> you guys are just like oh do we see anything and you know i roll some of the different things oh no it was something in the map that you guys like highlighted oh what yeah yeah we're like ah we're gonna go fight this really big devil you're like okay whatever <laughs> and we're like no we're kidding like turn- nope nope you move the you move the icon there so yeah that turned into a, such a fucking mess it was great you guys were like oh, okay let's just take down the devils for funsies and then and then we found out they were like fresh recruits and like they were really green under the collar and <laughs> like they like some of these people were like he was two days away from retirement <laughs> and, and we're like oh yes. oh no and that's, and, and that's when we found out like not all dumb like even though they're lawful evil they're not evil evil <laughs> it's just like oh they were just doing their jobs. <laughs> Yeah, and then you guys go to you guys go to like to meet Bell, and just so happened that Bell was getting the the retirement party ready for the one devil that you guys killed. Like he actually cares about his work. <laughs> but 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 because we're like, oh, he never came back from his like recon or something like that. Okay, I guess we'll just repurpose this as a as a birthday. So it was like happy. No, re- somebody was getting a promotion. Yeah, yeah. So it was like happy. Uh, it was like happy retirement. But then like someone like hastily like tape <laughs> promotion or something over it. And I, I I just I try to make sure to break that back as often as possible. Even towards the end when you guys were like going to save El Terrell, the first devils you encounter were wearing like a like a black band around Take their arms. Memory Frank. <laughs> they were about to kill Frank <laughs> And we're like now you're gonna meet him <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so I mean, honestly, it, all in all, with flaws and everything, because Avernus has some flaws. Um, Every adventure has flaws. Yeah, uh, I, I, I honestly think that I had a, I had a fucking blast. There were moments that I'm like, oh man, I can't wait for the to get here, and then like I kept thinking about it after it happened, just like laughing of my own fucking stupid jokes, and like it was just, it was just very. Um, I don't know. It, it, it developed very naturally, even though obviously it's 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 a it's a pre pre written module. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had fun. I hope you had fun. You know, and it was all right. I'm, <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and just for for the recording, we are going to have a small uh, interview with the rest of the players just to like get like feedback and stuff. like are that. Are we doing that right now? Um, no, no, we're not doing that right now. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll call yeah. be like, here's I'm what the rest of the group just... had to say. Blah, blah, blah. Well, well, yeah, we're going to lead that to it only for, for recording purposes. Are yeah. you ready? Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, we have our players here with us, and this is definitely not pre-recorded and not edited into the episode. Not so at all. <laughs> see what the players have to say. Ign- ignore the changing audio quality. <laughs> we'll Do the intro. We'll Do it. And oh, just, welcome just, to another episode of a Talk of Opportunity interview. Uh, yeah, totally. This is the this is the the live interview we're doing as we're recording our live episode. 
This is certainly not recorded on a different day. I can promise you that much. Nope. Just look at the shirt he's wearing. Yeah, it's the exact same shirt. And, <laughs> and, and I'm drinking the exact same beer. Which and proves, look at the background and make sure nothing moves. <laughs> which, which proves that it is the same day. Wait a minute. That lampshade was exactly <laughs> two points. Look for continuity errors, audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yes, we are talking today about uh, post- Campaign wind out slash uh, um, uh, stress disorders. Um, with us today, as usual, we have Andrew, but we have a new cast of people that you know you've probably seen him live. <laughs> Whether well, today's Andrew, but who gives a shit about that? <laughs> <laughs> Full news. Yes, today we have Alex over there, and Hello. then we have Heather. Oh wait, I'm oh, sorry, Alex who played Varric the orc. Uh, Wow, I'm a terrible DM. I already forgot what you played. Fighter, Man. Samurai. <laughs> Heather. Wow. Quintess played Quintessence as the Warforged. Uh, we have Armando, who played uh, Glyph originally and then switched to um, Crad, the Paladin Oathbreaker. And then all the way in the corner over there, we have Oren. Uh, I mean, Howard, who played Oren, the wizard, um, who really saved the day if you ask me i was gonna say let's be real oren is howard yes. howard oh. is oren yeah. <laughs> yeah. really. oren is the savior yeah. yeah i'm just gonna go on up yeah, so just... what kind of wizard are you gonna play for ice windale <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's gonna be the same character just a different specialization mm. oh yeah it's an illusion conjuration what else just... we got? <laughs> which, one, which, one, which one have you not played that's the real question. Uh, that's a good question <laughs> probably divination <laughs> who does that can you multi class different schools of magic no i don't think so <laughs> that's, cool. that's a source okay all right so we're here together uh post uh descent into Avernus, and we're going to talk about everything related with the campaign from a player point of view andrew and i already gave wait no andrew and i will give our point of view after the interview i mean uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um so yes let me start with one question that i did not definitely send you guys to think about beforehand uh, oh, shit. Before we got started, what were you guys expecting with Descent into Avernus? Based on the things that I told you and the cover of the book and, you know, the, 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 the big angel thing, like, what was your expectations? And how does that compare to what actually happened? Oh, wait. Before we keep going, we have to talk about what we're drinking today. I mean, what our players are drinking yeah, today. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't, we have, there's no beer talk yet. I know. It's not a, we, yeah. we, Andrew, and I, yeah. Andrew, Andrew and I already talked about our beers, but just as a friendly reminder, I'm drinking Vesa Sur Mangolandia, which is what I just said a couple minutes ago. Andrew, oh. what are you drinking? I'm drinking, this is my apparently second beer of the episode, which makes sense because I actually got a little tipsy from the first <laughs> beer. I'm having an orange blossom uh, Pilsner by mm. Orange Blossom Brewing. Those are always uh, good. Alex, mm -hmm. what you got, man? So, this is my second, second beer, beer also, also, but this, this is, is a golden, golden. Oh, I love those, the mango. mango oh cart. my god, mango cart it's delicious. Yeah, it's the bomb. It's amazing. If you're trying to day drink, this is where it's at. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. Try it's Alex. Right. Alex, you actually have a problem. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here, actually. No, no, don't go away. No, wait, no. Don't, run away. don't run away from the we, healing process. We, we, we need the banner yeah. and somebody to do, like, fire magic. Yeah. Just, like, burn the banner. The, the banner appears get a lot in the background. With COVID. Yeah. By the way, mango, mango card for a beer batter. Chef's kiss. 
so good really yeah i definitely grabbed it because we were like going out kayaking and i was like we need day drinking thank you sim for fucking giving yeah that was weird yeah unlimited (laughs) minutes minutes. wow wait yeah there's minutes what is this 1999 wait are you are you paying for for zoom express (laughs) we gotta we gotta get this uh, happening wait it's it wait i I need to put in my aol disc (laughs) is it after is it after 7 p.m because then it's free all right. <laughs> you have to call me though. What? what yeah, right. What are you drinking? I'm being super lame and I'm drinking sweet tea. But you mean you mean? Uh, I'm going to plug Ooh, the delicious Island. Seventh Sun Fizz, their Alex's new Imperial Sour. Ooh. <laughs> first you wouldn't even know about it if it wasn't for my weird addiction to sours. That looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Right now it is it's... so good, and Seventh Sun does so many good sours come summertime. Yes. Ugh. Right now, with this this heat, is perfect. (laughs) Armando, what you got for us, Uh, man? I well, I'm I'm counting calories, and I actually just had a setback in my lifestyle change, which makes me very sad. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm gonna I'm gonna plug Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Um, Oh, thanks. There you go. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Thank you for (laughs) just fucking yeah, in front of you. Uh, fucking your life up, Dark Side of the Moon, from college all the way till life. Yeah. Uh, and it and this is a hint of pineapple mango, my favorite, but it comes in a variety of flavors, and it is really worth it if you're trying to get a day bus, a night bus, and watch your calorie intake. Nice. Yeah, they they definitely sound really tasty because you had it that last Saturday, and I wanted one, and I completely forgot because I was DMing, and I was like, ah, fuck. Okay, it's 160 yeah, like calories. We're good. <laughs> Wow, Andrew. If you guys want a good hard seltzer, get the strawberry lime Florida water hard seltzer. Florida Ooh, water. My God. It's it, it's called like I'm pretty sure it's called like Florida water from like untitled art brewing or something. I can always find that it is, at like the fancy that's so the fancy package stores. I it was super okay, I mean, if, if it's, it's made in Wisconsin. Uh, oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I was, so I, weird. I, I was gonna say if it's seltzer made out of like Seffrey Hills, I was I'm like I'm gonna drink that shit. But like, oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. drink all that. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I I think the most hipster thing I've seen was like hard kombucha. Like what the fuck? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> how, how far are we gonna get? Like go a little. Oh further. sorry. Let, let me plug and then to follow up my seltzer, I have uh, some Scotch whiskey right here. Some nice. Oh nice. Yeah. Classic yes. sweet tea here. Go <laughs> wait wait wait. <laughs> Last but not least, Howard, go oh. ahead. Show us how to make a how to make a Moscow mule. Well, this is very basic. Moscow. Oh, you already made it. What the hell, dude? <laughs> I already made it. I gotta do it on. No, I already yeah, made dump it. it out. Make another one. <laughs> the secret is to do it on screen. Chug it and make another one. Chug it. I highly recommend one. Tito's Great Vodka for this. <laughs> all right, all right. Take um, some notes. Isn't it? I go with some basic, like you know, lime juice you can just buy because I think that. <laughs> You don't really have to go too crazy with that's, limes because then nobody has time. You don't, you don't real. You don't use real squeeze lime. Man. <laughs> I don't use, no, no. I that's do a not. very uh, wide thing to do. Shame. I understand. Yeah. Shame. Um, yeah. And, real um, limes. Always. Big limes are the not, never the, no, never the Guy, Stop shitting on the wizard, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I normally go with uh, what is it? Gosling's ginger beer. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Yes. But, but today I tried this one. Um, oh, I had that one too. Ginger. It's really good, actually. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Um. Highly recommend. Nice. I would, I guess, for on yeah. audio only. It's called, it's called Barrett's. Barrett's. Barrett's ginger beer. Yes, and as you can tell, we are a bunch of drunks. Yes. <laughs> Except me. No, you're you're still drunk. You're just being a nice drunk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually fairly nice drunk. I'm the kind of drunk that comes to your party and then starts cleaning your house. For yes, you. I've witnessed that. Yeah. It is. It's great. 
At first, I was like, let me stop I mean, it. Do don't do that. Don't do that. And now, last time yeah. you last time you came over, I was like, Crescent, don't even bother. She's still gonna clean. No. <laughs> I kind of feel like I, like, like I, I kind of feel like I gotta host something now with all of y'all. Like, yeah, specifically, I, specifically Heather, like right here. Like, <laughs> just, she like, can start cleaning. Heather, take a couple shots and just like go at it. Like, <laughs> actually, you got the you got the swiffer, <laughs> you got the swiffer, and you got the vacuum. Just like don't worry, don't worry about the noise. Just funny, spray that shit. Funny enough, and you can ask. Love me at parties because I always clean the house after. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> funny enough, you're gonna ask Andrew. Uh, Kristen will fucking organize all of the things in your kitchen for free. The last time, the last time, <laughs> the last time she, uh, they they came over, I was like, "Now the pantry's too clean." I like intentionally like threw some stuff on the floor that way. I'm like, "I'm like that." Now she'll have something to do. Describing <laughs> <laughs> mine and Alex's relationship dynamic right now. It's I organize everything, and then he goes, "Where the fuck did you put all my stuff?" The funny uh, thing is, the funny thing is that Kristen Kristen shows up and she's like, "How's your pantry?" And Andrew opens the door and she's like, "Okay," and she starts like moving everything. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that, that'll keep her in for a couple yeah, hours. Let's play some like, safe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. Look at that. We kept the alcohol talk for less than 30 minutes, which is a So record. the thing I really like about Andrew, the we're though. done with <laughs> the alcohol. You know, can we just Start talk about that? Soon we need to do a Seminole Heights uh, brew tour, because come on. <laughs> Live oh, on that talk opportunity. Wait, are you guys D&D or like an alcohol podcast? Brew bus? <laughs> are we talking about brew bus? We're trying to get you advertising money, man. We're trying to get you advertising. Fair, money. yeah, we're dropping names. No, if 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 you go on Brew Bus on Sunday, don't don't they go through Seminole Heights? I think. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I just I'm know not. that they usually are in the way. It's a tiny road. It's a big bus, and a lot of yeah. drunk people piling in it. All. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a place called the Brew Bus. <laughs> Goddamn drunks on the bus. <laughs> How dare they? They finally got the long uh, tables back in the Seventh Sun, and I want us to like go play a one-off there so badly. It would be perfect. It's oh, wow. it's perfect. It's like the full tavern experience with like the big chandeliers and like that'd be like awesome. Eight foot tall barrels. Be. You know uh, that cool stuff still hasn't opened their freaking doors to like regular, not even magic. Fucking. Left. Not even, like, what are all the masks? magic kids doing? No, uh, probably dying. Well, they have, they have the online the online yeah. game now, which is pretty big. Okay, but we're not here to talk about magic. Damn it! Sorry, bye, <laughs> magic. Just so you know, our, our our actual the episode that we recorded, or I mean, the the episode is about an hour and like thirty minutes long. So we're gonna slice this in between. It's gonna be like a two hour long episode. Yeah, it's break, called break. local loop. It's on Saturdays and Sundays. Sorry, Brace, what are we talking about? Brace yourself. Damn it! Let's do it. This is going nowhere. Okay. All right. First question. I already said it. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it again. So, what were you guys expecting with descent into Avernus before we started? Like, what was when I gave you all the information I gave you, like the the, the imagery I show, and and once you guys got to like session zero, you saw the picture of like Serial uh, and all that. Like, what were you guys expecting before the game, and what and, and compared to what actually happened? So let, let let's start. Yeah, let's do the uh, race or hasting or Amanda. I have a suggestion. Like, why don't why don't we start with like the complete newbie, like first time D and D player, and then move on to everybody else? Sure. Uh, why don't we roll for initiative? No, we are that, not rolling for initiative. Like that sounds better. I, uh, I like Andrew's idea. Okay, where, damn it! My die. You literally just gave me. All right, you, you just gave me like physical die. Let me uh, go get. Them. Okay, <laughs> Andrew Howard, it doesn't work on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get your die and roll for initiative. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Are, you, are we serious? Yes, we're serious about okay. this. Let's do this. What's Why my modifier? Why my dice? Well, you're all human. It was so in the game. Your modifiers are going to be based on just zero. You get nothing. No modifier. Oh, wow. That's lame. You're commoners, okay? You get you get nothing. <laughs> Okay, so I, I just want to point out that uh, Jose is such a great DM that he literally just referenced a very short campaign we did this weekend with other people that are not. Un, and, and he literally gave me my. Oh, God damn it. Just go, Moon. Google roll 1d20. <laughs> he gave me my first set of D&D die oh, a little nice. bag with a wolf. I think it's a wolf. I'm yeah, they all had like different creatures. I yeah. Know. Cool. All right. Let's see what we get. And the thing is that it, it was supposed to be. I got 14. It, it was supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> I know, and Kristen ruined it. And Kristen fucking ruined it. I'm like, damn it, Kristen. Am I rolling a, a, a d20? D20, yes. Yeah. All right, me, me and Alex got the same thing, so we have to... Uh... Fight to the death. <laughs> yeah, you got to. That's the only option, really. All right. All right. <laughs> I got a 19. Okay, Does it go to damn. a coin flip now? <laughs> so Heather got a 19. Uh, who got a four? Who's that? Armando, you got a four? I got a four. I got a four, yeah. Armando. Did you dig my dice out? Doing initiative for right. <laughs> Now we're we gonna keep the same initiative. Or are we rolling? No, we're rolling for I, for each question. We're gonna roll. I, I, I kind of feel I kind of feel like I'm still playing Pratt because I had like a one initiative with Pratt. So like... It's a new encounter with every question. <laughs> Howard, Howard, what's your initiative? Two, two. Oh my God, it was worse than Armando. Just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Didn't uh, you have a higher initiative than Crad though? Didn't Oren have a, have a higher initiative? I think he did. Actually, yeah, I had a one. I had but, a one. I know that. I know that that Crad kept rolling like for shit every time the initiative came up. Because I had a one. <laughs> it, that's still pretty good. It could have been negative. Uh, Andrew and Alex, re-roll. Okay. I got a five. I got a seven. Ooh, wow. <laughs> this, is, this is going crazy. What did he get? A five. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so Heather, you're gonna go first, apparently. Yeah, cause I'm totally prepared. Um, <laughs> I like 20 minutes. Again, this discussion—it's it's just you know, no, we so, have alcohol. There are wrong answers. They are wrong answers. They are stupid answers too. Uh, I definitely expected oh, okay. there to be like fire, brimstone, devil's demons, a lot less child murder. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of murder of. Babies. <laughs> I, de- I never said babies, okay? Oh, okay. Infant. Just screaming children. Uh, wasn't there an infant murder? I feel like there was a bit of fantasize at that point. Um, I mean, there was, to- there, was, there was definitely a toddler in there, so. <laughs> I don't murder remember. Lulu, who's essentially a baby. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> the size of yeah. a baby elephant, for sure. Yeah, you know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Until we saw that um, artwork, like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> changed our you guys got so hung up on the artwork of her. Uh, by the way, for the listeners who, who are planning on running this, not the artwork of the actual stat blog, but the artwork that she's, like, floating next to the boat. I guess the way it was, like, the perspective showed her, like, an actual fucking elephant, like, ugly flying in front of the boat. She's not done yet. I Put mean... her back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but for the most part, like, it... It was pretty on trend for what you kind of described, and I don't know. It was a. Uh, I didn't expect a lot of Boulder's Gate though. Like I still have the deed for the ship. <laughs> still in the inventory is the stupid deed for the pirate ship, and I'm kind of like mm, pirate adventure. 
Should have should have sold it like we tried to. Should have sold it. Yeah, it's gonna become a cursed uh, cursed ship and Ghost of Saltmarsh. Yes, <laughs> a, le- a leaky tub of a ship. What was, what was the name of it? Did, did it have a name? I can't remember. It did have a the name. Yeah, serpent. What was it? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. Wow. Got it in here. Wow. It is. So for, so for the most the part, uncivil was, serpent. The uncivil serpent, and then you, it, Captain Zudge laughed at your face whenever you uh, tried to give it to him for. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what if Zudge? Like more Zudge. Mm-mm. He really should have shown up for that last fight. <laughs> <laughs> this guy else was there. <laughs> this guy's owe me money. <laughs> fucking punches Re- wrestle Tiamat down to the ground. It's like these are mine. It was an entire fight of people I completely forgot about. I lost my fucking mind. Sorry, I lost my mind because I could not stop laughing. Like I forgot about all of you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when you guys got back to El Terrell. Oh yeah, I, I couldn't stop laughing because I was just like I, I spent two weeks like how are we gonna deal with Tiamat? Oh my god. How are we not teammate? How are we gonna deal with Zaria? Like, how are we gonna fight a literal angel? And then you pulled a hat trick, and I just like couldn't stop. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Queen of dragons, and that's like three more dragons, the, and then throw some other dungeon mastering tip number <laughs> one. That's superb expectations. I learned that from. Can, can I can I just point out that the reason she showed up is because both Glyph and Krat like talked to her and then forgot about it. And she was just like, "Hmm, I might want to help these guys." Yeah. Well, she's just. I mean, just un- she has a, her, own, that, her own purposes. She's her own gold, agenda. Her, yeah. She's got her own agenda. Gold, yeah. gold dragon. How about you, Andrew? What do you expect versus what ha- what actually happened? Um, Wait, no, you're not. Was... Oh yeah, you are next. Oh, okay. I was told this was going to be like Mad Max in Hell, so I was definitely expecting more like V8 Fury kind of a thing going on. I thought there was going to be like semi trucks for some fucking reason, so I was like all all pumped for that. Um, You were this. Honestly, I should have leaned a little bit more into it. Uh, into that part of it, it's just that uh, when you guys try to take on Hardaman, that was that was too good not to make you. The the book literally says like if if the if the if the players ever feel like they're doing good, sorry about that. If the player feels like they're like they're doing or achieving something at all, like make sure to undercut that by doing something and make them feel bad. So of course, uh, you know. I mean like I mean like I I watched all the Mad Max movies. Before I did too. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, right. not enough Mad Max. I, that's that that's that's my fault. <laughs> yeah, and again, like 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 Heather said, more fire and brimstone, like more like people impaled. Like I was expecting like Christian hell. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, like, demon babies uh, crawling through. A... I should have I should have played Blasphemous yeah. before before the yeah, game. like 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 Dante's Inferno kind of thing. Oh, like, you, you took you literally took the reference that I had in mind. <laughs> like a lake of tormented souls. Like ah. yeah, yes. <laughs> go visit a good like Baptist church. Go have fun. Go go yeah, yeah. south on that one. Go yeah. Oh, yeah. Snakes and all that. One afternoon of that. So, You'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still happy with what we got, though. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, it's okay. This is this is the time for you guys to tell me what you really thought. Oh, uh, thank fucking god! Oh, god. Wait, no, I took it back. Don't be mean. Jesus Christ! All right, so can we talk about that fucking fetch quest? Damn it! <laughs> We're gonna get there eventually. 
Oh, Alex. Oh, my God, all the way back. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Alex, how about you? So, I mean, it's pretty similar to, like, what I like what I expected, like demons and everything like that. But there was like a few times where he just like killed us emotionally and ended the session. Like when, like when Lulu died, it happened. And then you're just like, all right, guys, I'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely a few moments like that, that, and then like what Heather was saying, when there was like the building on fire and we hear children screaming, and then no more screaming, and we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> also, when you killed all of us, and then we ended the session. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was like the second session, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, no, that's no. sorry. I'm talking about the time when we were in hell. Yeah. The first time. <laughs> Not the Baldur's Gate part. The, the no. second time. Yeah, no, which time? Did we all die? <laughs> right. Hold on, I, I forgot the other one. <laughs> I don't know how many times you actually just would like end the session, and Alex and I would just kind of meander around the house like, what, what, what the fuck happened? Mission accomplished. <laughs> well, now what? Yes. <laughs> now it's time for bed, I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't feel so oh, good, Mr. Stark. tonight. <laughs> Just so you know, there was a section in the in the book that, that was literally, the title was Everything Sucks in Hell. And one of the things was like, if you guys ever did anything good, it literally just said, undercut that feeling by like destroying their weapon, make sure their pants fall off or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and I'm just, One of these things just is fucking pants. Yeah. Well, it said it said that the belt, like your belt buckle, like on the, like you know, it was like ah, whatever. <laughs> but, but that was like a big part a of, the, random, of the game. A random specter comes by so, and undoes your belt buckle, you know, like woo. So very good job at killing that creature. Uh, your pants fall off. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, that's right. All right, Armando, how, how about you? You're you're the oh, you're the first 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 time everything really. Yeah, first D and D player trial like, by fire. I, like, yeah, I didn't know anything. Got thrown right into Avernus, which uh, apparently is one of the the tougher campaigns, or at least more emotionally term. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, emotionally um, draining, striking. Uh, campaigns. I, I don't know. I, I I mean, again, I mentioned this when when Andrew said it. I imagine sort of like a, a Dante's Inferno, what you know, which I love. So like, I, I don't know. I figured we might be going through some circles or something. I didn't know what to expect. Literally zero expectations. Just kind of like go with it. Started out with Glyph. Uh, fucking hated him because I apparently can't play a bard well except for like shock. Um, thunder shock. Uh, thunder wave. Thunder shock. <laughs> okay. Thunder wave. Um, and then I apparently almost killed my own party members. That was no, great. No, no, that's part of the course for Thunderwave. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, will never, I will never not find that funny. Yeah, yeah I really built that. That, 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 that was a fucking campaign. That was literally session, session one. I was like, what do I do? Just blast everybody to the wall. This, this spell sounds good. It sounds powerful enough. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it really was. Woo. Ah, I love moments like that. And, and then I think the moment that emotionally killed me the most was when when um, Krat, who had Revivify, but he needed a diamond that was at least worth 300 gold, which nobody fucking had, was just kind of like, does anybody have a diamond? Does anybody have a diamond? <laughs> and, and everyone's just kind of like, dude, like you just joined the party. Come the fuck down. Why are you, are you crying? At, why, why are you crying about Lulu without them knowing? That, right, like, right. That was like... they have a history, right? Like yeah. for 40 years, he's been thinking Lulu's dead, like Zeriel's dead, right. like everything. So like um, we're just looking at you, like you just showed up. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. well, you don't like, even know. Okay, 
Let's you hear new guy. <laughs> haven't even accepted you. You're crying over over our pet friend. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? Um, but yeah, um, I had no, I had like honestly no expectations except thinking that it would be kind of like Dante's Inferno, and then um, it was it was a little bit traumatic. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, I, you know, I was I was prepared because you and I talked about killing off Glyph and bringing in Pratt. and then the way the way you like just decimated uh, just, just like. I'm thinking of like the English translation of Death Note, where you, where it's like eradicate, eradicate, eradicate. You just eradicate oh like, glib. So like in my head, I'm like, well, Krat is going to try to be like some kind of like empathy and just kind of like, you know, ceremony. This guy, no. everyone's just kind of like, well, he's dead. What, what the hell? What the hell is I gonna do? We're in hell anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I mean, mean what are we that's fair. That actually is that's a fair point. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, well, you guys don't understand. I've been here 40 years. Like, at least he won't turn into a fucking zombie. Like, Yeah, right. Yeah, there's, um, there's like, the, he didn't return to the River Styx type situation. Yeah. Hey, this, this is probably where Glyph is going to end up anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, it's funny that you say the same, like, more more uh, rings of hell or whatever. Because there are. There, there, how many are there, uh, Andrew? Uh, eight or seven? There's nine. Nine. There's nine. Right. And oh, they're so all... literally like Dante's Inferno. Yeah, yeah. You guys just yeah. were in the first well, one. Well, not not literally, but it's like one is like, like Avernus is the top rank. And then like as you go, it's like well, one's like. I meant the number. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, I meant like, the number. Yeah, one's like, one's like a ring of poison. One's like a ring of ice kind of. A... So we how could have gone down? down. Yeah. That's an excellent question. Honestly, it is unless you're a demon, the only way you can get to the other levels of it is by using uh by 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 traveling through the planes. Quite because uh, it's a plane. Could yeah. we have used orange door at the end of the session the last session? I don't oh, dimension door? Oh yeah. No. Trap door no. style where we just drop the party into the next yeah. layer. Or <laughs> you just open the ground. I'm like, you, all right guys, get you, in. You could have you could have used a little submarine thing bull that you guys were where you guys almost I died think... and just go down into the river sticks and that's how you get to the next I, level. I oh. think I think mm -hmm. if, that's where demons come if... from. I uh, want to say you can use planar shift in that. I one. think that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, planar shift. I yeah. didn't know it was a different plane of existence. I, I you know, like honestly, directly I'm, below. I'm not a hundred percent sure, uh, hmm. but more than likely, that's probably the way to do it. They're not. They're not very oh, yeah. clear uh, with that. I don't think you'd want to go there anyway. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, that, that's probably the end not. of that's the end of my not expectation expectations. Right. Of my first D and D campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Being um, a Vernus, specifically. I, I love that every single one of you guys have said like that you you were traumatized at one point or another. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrew, are you proud of me, Andrew? Man, that, <laughs> man, that, that first fucking session kicked things off really well. well. I love it. Yeah. That was we'll get to that too. But before that, that was my favorite, Howard. <laughs> Howard, what was your your expectations versus? Uh, I mean, I kind of agree with the. Uh, I expected more fire, a little bit, a little more. Um, I don't know. A little more storms. Shock. Yeah, like I, I guess more just kind of like, uh, yeah, I guess fire is probably the best way to put it. I guess, but uh, it's funny because everybody, yeah, and I guess it didn't click in my head because everybody's like, oh, more fire, more people screaming, like that kind of stuff. But like, honestly, just to give you guys some of the lore dump on Avernus, Avernus used to be very close to heaven. It was the most beautiful place ever. It was to tempt mortals to go there and find power and peace and then get trapped. That was like the whole purpose of it. Uh, through certain things that happened, it became a desert. Like everything died, and that's oh. that's how that that's what Avernus is. It's just a big old desert. That's what I was gonna. Say. I didn't. I think it would be a giant desert. I yeah. was not expecting like, miles and miles of desert. If you if you want fire everywhere, you go to the elemental plane of fire. Right. 
Yeah, so um, I wasn't expecting uh, actually, that, and I also actually, wasn't Shut up, Andrew! We're not... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was I, kind of I think that, I think that's where Andrew is based on his background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting everyone we'd run into to be surprised we would be there, no. but most people were like, "Oh, yeah, adventure like guys." <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay. you too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but no one was like, "What are you doing?" Here? No. Yeah. A lot of a lot of adventurers, especially wizards and sorcerers, like to go into Avernus to find power. Oh, I was okay. not expecting other people. Like I wasn't expecting like a bazaar to be here. Like hey, yeah. like here, here's oh, this yeah. farmer's so, market so you, that just shows up. So you guys never quite explore that too much, but that whole thing was all those people were trapped like there by um, Mahadi. He was I can't remember the, the exact name of the of the devil lord, but like he, if you guys would have fucked with him, he would have like trapped your souls there, and that was the end of your character. Oh, you should snap. Guy, I mean, I think I think you did mention the fact that they were trapped. It was towards the end, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been... had some. You should have someone be like, "Get me the fuck." <laughs> hey man, <laughs> just s slip a note like, "I'll yeah. give you all the ichor you want." That could that that honestly that honestly could have been a really great side quest. You know, yeah. that yeah. would have been pretty. I didn't think about that. Damn it! All right, let's let's go play that session again, guys. Yeah, all right. start over. <laughs> all right, now. Uh, everybody, roll me for initiative again. We're going moving okay. on to the next question. Here we go. Oh, 16. Fuck. That's a two. I got a seven again. Oh no, I lost it. Howard, what you got? Uh, I got an 11. Uh, Armando. 13. It's on the chat. I can't. I can't see the chat. Sorry, guys. Uh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, 13. Uh, Okay, Heather, once again, you go first. The next question is, <laughs> pulls a little envelope and opens it up. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the adventure? Yikes. Well, I... was terrible. No, we I, could I, skip I, me, because we, we already talked about that on the actual episode proper. No, we're going to talk about it again, because um, this is the first um, time we are recording this at the same time as a regular episode. Totally not. Oh, that's right. It's like oh gosh. Actually, Jose, so I have a second to think. What was your favorite part of the adventure? My favorite part of the adventure? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so there was a lot of them, honestly, but <laughs> I don't want to take the one that Howard mentioned earlier because he's probably going to pick that one there. Um, oh, man. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, I can edit that out. Um, no, you can skip my speech. Honestly, I think my <laughs> for some reason the, the part that always comes back to me is when you guys were in Hadoman's Hill. And you're like, oh, there comes the knight. He's, he's going to fight us. We're going to get ready. And all of you guys ready actions and, for, <laughs> and forgot about the 30 Sturges that were flying around you. Because <laughs> the whole time I'm like, I'm like, do they forget about those turges? And like you guys were going through your turns. I'm like, do they forget about those turges? No, they didn't. The answer is yeah. And, and like it was a couple of rounds that went around too. So I was, it was like three or so. And I was expecting for somebody to be like, hey, guys, there's a bunch of Sturges. And then it was like, it was like Hadoman's turn. I'm like, they forgot about the Sturges. <laughs> <laughs> and all I imagined was the big barbarian just kind of like, you know, the Goliath just ready. And then standing in one spot, a cloud of Sturges just fly by him. And when they leave, he's just like very skinny and like lacking blood. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part because for some reason, I just can't believe the map was littered with Sturges. And you know, you guys were like 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 level seven or so. No, you guys mm -hmm. probably higher than yeah. that. Sturgis at that point, you can kill him with like one hit. So, you know. Anyways, that was my <laughs> that was that was probably like my favorite part. Did that give you enough time to think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Clearly no, not. never. Wow. <laughs> so you didn't ha- you didn't have you didn't have a favorite I part? I time. But there was a lot of favorite parts. I was gonna say like one of my favorite overall themes was getting to like actually use my artificer abilities in moments that didn't even make sense. Like you destroyed our ride. Fine, I'm making a sand glider. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, the sand glider. (laughs) Fucking sand glider. Sand glider. Uh, Oh man, because I watched way too much Avatar. (laughs) I was, I was so like, when that happened, I was like, oh man, I got there. How the fuck are they gonna get there in time? I'm gonna have to like prepare like some side quests or whatever, blah blah blah. And the next, the next session is like, okay, (laughs) can I make a sand glider? I'm like. Well, sand glider. Fuck, that's a great idea. Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course he can. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like sand glider or when I finally got to meet a fire giant. Because oh, I'm yeah. assuming as an artifice, like I lost my mind. Right. Uh, <laughs> the best Getting crafters. into a fight with some red hats. Because I was like, no, you're not fixing this properly. I'm going to fix your ride. Oh, yeah, and the mad hats and the red hatters. The, the oh, fucking, got really oh, the yes. bike. <laughs> Just put the oh, bike down. Man. No. <laughs> no. I, I know what's best it. for you. Oh, I'm going to make it better. Uh, or the awkward moment of like, oh, I murdered a, or, a, you know, I, I resulted in the murder of a unicorn. I'm just going to walk away. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that, that was definitely yeah. one of the more traumatic events that happened. Like, yeah. oh, we killed the unicorn. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All I can imagine is just like a, ooh, and then just meandering as far from that situation oh. as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm, oh, I'm glad that you had fun with uh, 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 Utterfisser-specific moments. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, it... it no, 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 no. That's a good thing. Like, I'm glad that I was able to provide that. Like, that's that's good. Like, we played along with that. That was good. I, I, yeah, that's always something. That's of demon yeah, that's something that's always in the back of my head. Cause like, I, I, I honestly forget. Like, you know, I know you guys as base classes, but like, sometimes like I'm going through all this stuff and I forget like specific things that you guys do. So like, I'm always looking. I always appreciate when players are like, "Oh, can I do this because of whatever?" You know, like you with the, with the sand glider. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I have no stats for the sand glider, but there you go. It's a sand glider. <laughs> You know, it's I love that that kind of stuff. Right. Oh no, the what? beautiful moment where we got to just sand glide through twisting tornadoes of fire. <laughs> oh yeah, and the fucking camel. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt glorious uh, in that moment of like uh, I'm just gonna sail off into the sunset. Screw this. That was it's so good. I was, hoping, I was hoping nobody was gonna bring that. Like, oh no! Like, fuck us <laughs> up. Like, like, because like, like, I got a freaking uh, fire camel. Let's go! And, and he comes uh, back and he's like all cinched. <laughs> it's just like full of suit. It's just like God damn it. Oh, that you that know, is burned off. That is directly <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you guys as adventurers are like hanging out in El Toro or something, having a drink, and that story always comes up. <laughs> Every time. painting on the wall of a camera that's like burned. Remember when that oath breaker tried to run through the the twisters of <laughs> with a camel? With a camel. What a, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And, and that was I mean, I understand why you did it. You know, it was kind of like that like that that player mentality, that new player mentality. It's like, oh, it's a it's a fiend, so therefore is it kind of makes sense, right? Right, that's what I thought. That was, that was my life. Why, why that, I hear the whole time I was laughing because in the back of my head I'm like, oh, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know. No, I had no idea. He doesn't he, know. He doesn't know. <laughs> this is gonna play out so uh, well. 
<laughs> so good. Yes. Oh, all right, that's it. Next person. I, I just imagine that camel like walking up out of nowhere, but it's like a like a hundred and fifty year old camel, like wrinkly and like has no water in it. It's like clip clop, clip clop. Like, oh, that's what you're riding through the fire. Okay. He gets, he gets teleported to the to the front of the line of the fire tornadoes, and then he looks at the paladin, and he looks at the fire tornadoes, like, nah. <laughs> Right. I thought he was going to be like a fire Pokemon, you know? Like, right. he just breezed through it. Like, he'll, like, absorb the fire and be like, oh, I got more energy now. Oh, oh, oh he absorbed it all right. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, Armando, you're next. Hmm. I'm next. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, I actually read the notes beforehand that are non existent. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so uh my favorite moment was actually like i took the whole like role-playing aspect of it because again you know like i studied creative writing minor in in college and everything so i like the idea of like building characters and i love character things so discarding glyph who's already dead and non-existent um once crad came into the picture and i had like crafted him um and i saw his personality i saw that he was kind of like prior to his, his Oathbreaker's um development Right. He was very close to what Varric is or was, you know, is in that moment. So that relationship between Varric and Crad that happened organically without Varric knowing, without Alex knowing, um, really worked towards Crad's favor and his redemption arc because I, I had a whole lot of fun because there's this one part where, like, uh, we go to see this the, the hag, right, in the woods, yeah. and Crad is, and this is first, first time with the group, and he's, like, basically fucking dying. He's about to die, and Varric goes to him, and he goes... Uh, this is no place to die and heals him. And then I played a callback on that when we were in Lulu's memory. Um, yeah. And like, you know, and, and like Varric, like basically he tries to like blind the creature and he fucks up and he feels very responsible because he's trying to like redeem himself. And he's just like, he goes like full on trying to like cut cut the tail off. Um, and Varric's about to die. So he gives him his whole healing uh, powers and he, tell, and he like repeats, you know, like basically right. callbacks, like this is no place to die, my friend. Right. Because in in the whole in the whole situation in my role play, like Varric was the only character uh, in the party that didn't give Crad uh, any fucking attitude or like any like <laughs> shittiness right. for fucking for fucking existing compared to like everybody <laughs> else. Oh, okay, no, I, I was gonna hold on. Sorry, and Orin. Orin was indifferent, but Varric was like, I am such a man of honor that I will like you know give the benefit of the doubt to this character. Right, right, but, like, right. Quint quintessence and. Um, uh, Carpock. We're total dicks to him. So it's called roleplay. <laughs> no, it's, it's called, right, role right. it's that, called that, my personality. It's, that, 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 it's that, called that, you're that, not glyph that, anymore. That, 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 that's, exactly, that's exactly what I'm getting at. So like, because you guys were total dicks to Crad, and part of, part of part of Crad's personality was like, you fuck with me, like you're done. Right, 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 right. Like he, that's why you went. There was a one point where you were guys, where you guys were like, like why is he always work, helping Beric and like not us? Because Varric fucking like saved my life, right. so he earned my respect. Right. So I just like played off the whole time, all, all, all the way up until the end, where like things kind of like evened out, and we were all kind of like, right. A, finally, a team. So that was my favorite part, like the the, the non-communication. Yeah, not yeah. just the arc, but like the that like understanding between Varric and Crad that like maybe Alex wasn't even for, fully aware of. But like me as, as as I was playing Crad, I was like, you know, like this is like the one guy he respects. Right. Um, in the party, which is why he whispers, if it's not you, it's anybody, as he tries to take um, right. Zeriel's sword. 
And it's like, yeah, no, classic I think, Alex. Always yeah, and and I think that I think that plays well also because both of your characters were, were very uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like quiet and like to themselves type situation, and you had like that mutual connection. Even yeah, that's though, sort of like understanding, right? Even, that, that quiet understanding. Even though you guys were in like completely different spectrums of like the evil versus good type situation. Yeah, yeah. I love I love when stuff like that happens uh, organically. You know, like play off of those moments, man. That's like. That's what the end. Well, about. I mean, I I hooked on to that because yeah. like again, Quintessence and um and Carpuck were so angry at Cat for showing up. Who the and, fuck and, are and, you? And, and getting and getting and getting Cliff killed. It was like, dude, like I try to help him. Huh? Like, like don't gotta calm down, man. Like, I think it's because yeah. we also like I definitely did not understand at first that you were just killing off your character. Yeah. I was like, what I, the hell? I might have I might have I might have something to do with that and doing it too suddenly. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna start this. Like, we're gonna start this adventure, and Glitter is dead. And he, so, yeah, no, he really stepped no. over his corpse. <laughs> Heather, Heather, not not and, and not just you. Like I myself, as Glitter's former <laughs> god that was controlling him, I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck just happened?" <laughs> like, like I thought you it was gonna be like, I, I thought, the subject. Right, like I thought, I thought, I, I thought Jose was gonna be like, you know, Crad Glyph, no. and like there's a fight, like no. he'll take over Glyph and I'll take over Crad or something. Will happen. No, Glyph just gets thrown aside, that's and, not, like, that's, you're, and he's like, you're Crad now, and I'm like, that's, that's uh, not how I work, man. I'm like, you want your character dead? dead? He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. He's I, dead as a doornail. We ended that session, and I went to sleep in fetal position. Is what happened. Like, <laughs> I will never ask. Just like that. I will never Jose ask. will just murder you. I will never ask us to change my character again. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, I should, I, I should have stayed apart, just supporting now, everybody. Now, now, to be fair, I I specifically laid out when I changed my character, I do not want him to die. I want him to stay behind. I, again, but again, that's that's like the newbie like shit, yeah. right? Like he was just he was just like, you want to kill him off? And I was like, I I guess. Honestly, and he was like, okay. and he was just like, okay. And I was just like, okay. I got you, man. <laughs> yeah. You want to you want to kill him off? Yep. Yeah. Before you I was like, I want to I, I, I traumatize the group. I didn't realize it would backfire on the new incoming character. <laughs> yeah. What? Steps on a landmine. You showed up like, our dude just died. We don't care about you. What are, who are you? <laughs> takes his shield, takes his sword. And then when you're in, in the Emporium, he's like, actually... I fucking killed him because he's still kind of a douchebag because yeah. he hasn't had any social interaction for 40 years. 40 years. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that, uh, that was that was my justification for how I acted because I'm like, okay, Glyph is cool, and then here comes this guy <laughs> with with yeah. kite and Harriman behind him, and then gets Glyph killed, and then immediately and like takes starts stuff. robbing his corpse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you don't just immediately lose. I the love corpse. the contrast when 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 um when Krat, when uh, when Andrew changed uh, Ludovico, he was like, guys, you know, this is it. Here's my sword. Here's my whatever. You guys, I, I have to take care of my... And then <laughs> with fucking Glyph, Glyph is dead. All right. Here's Krat. Right, and here's here's the thing, like, where, what I imagine, like, I thought you guys were gonna, like, question him or, like, you know, like, have have, right. some, have some kind of, like, dialogue where, like, Krat was gonna be able to explain to him, him explain himself or, like, I've been I, like he wasn't gonna give the full details where he like right. abandoned Zerio and and Lulu, but he was gonna be like, I've been down here for forty years. I'm in survival mode. Like, yeah, fuck y'all, but like I'm with y'all, but like right. fuck y'all. Right, I'm here. Um, to, I'm here to to you know strengthen numbers type situation. Right, like I'm here to survive along with you, and then eventually kind of like become a part of the party. Right. 
Yeah. But you guys never had that interaction with him, so he was just kind of like, "All right, then fuck y'all." Yeah, I think honestly, <laughs> except, I, except for Barrett, who saved my life. Yeah, I think and on- Warren, who said nothing mean to me. <laughs> he was he was too, he was he was too busy making uh, writing uh, writing spells into his spell book, but like honestly, uh, yeah. <laughs> Or it's like, guys, beat Cran. And he's like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, it's some, a new bar. Some, some, it. some, some, some paladin that has like, um, sorry, hold on. Uh, Walks uh, up to you but, and he's like, hey, you got ink? No? All right, get, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> hey, what's up, Michelle? All right, anyway. <laughs> but Andrew, what's worse, though? What's worse? Killing a character you lie, or not killing a character you. and having him come back at the end and be I've said her already, yeah. I, I rather Ludovica fucking die because <laughs> it was such an embarrassment. <laughs> I always imagined that scene in Endgame where like Hulk goes back in time and you're Oh god, that was my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Like like he's like I mean that that's I mean you know, like that was like I never know him. I'm a new, I'm a new person I'm now. A, I have control of I'm my a new anger. Me. I'm a new me. I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> but like honestly, guys, Ludovico like trying to stab things and his daggers like bending. Like <laughs> yeah. 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 seven, seven damage. God damn it! Dude. <laughs> <laughs> just like just, just go home, Ludovico. Like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, guys, for me, because if uh, in case you didn't notice, this was the first campaign that I ran that I actually kill things other than creatures and monsters. You know, like, it's always been very, like, whimsical to an extent where you guys are like, yeah, we're the heroes. Nothing bad is ever going to happen. Maybe to my companion, but not to me. Um, but this time, like, say, how many of just so you guys know, Andrew was like, hey, man, just, you know, if you have to do it, do it right. Because I told him, like, this game is really like this, this is built very harshly. Should I turn it down? He's like, no, no, man, don't do that. Don't worry about it. Just, just go for it. Don't pull any punches. And I, so from, I took that and fucking run with it. It's like, okay, fine. Fuck it. You're all going to die. So it was oh. a big it was a big challenge for me. I've never done that before, I, including, like, killing characters mid-fight. Like, that was not – I still, like, wasn't comfortable doing it. You know, it, it just played out well. Can, can How I many of my sec- pets have oh, you murdered? <laughs> How many of my tiny companions have you murdered in campaigns? Like, all of them. Like, yeah. listen, every single – I have had – Dozens you of send them Murdered into them danger. All. What do you think is going to happen? Except the goblin. First, first of all, playing a PHB Beastmaster Ranger was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I think I had more companions when I was like a Triton monk, though. I had like yeah. you had like a you had like point. a snake, a fucking dragon, like, dragon thing. like the small dragon, a chicken. Wasn't there a small a chicken dragon? I had. Yeah, we had we had oh, chaos chicken. Octopus. Chaos chicken. Uh, I had an octopus. Oh, I miss chaos chicken. Oh, what was the octopus name? The goblin that was oh, like, oh, become, like a paladin or something. Beedo. Beedo. Yeah. Beedo. Beedo. He survived though. He's fine. Uh, he did. Yeah. Okay. But 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 yeah. No, it, that's that was a big that was a big shave, uh, shave, uh, uh, shift in tone for me and and. Hopefully it worked out well for you guys. You just seem to have fun. So there's that. I liked it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so next is Howard. Well, actually, that's a really good transition because go. uh, <laughs> I, I really actually, my favorite part was, especially in the beginning, how difficult, it, I mean, I guess backstories. I really like difficult games. Like I like yeah. stuff to actually be a challenge. And those initial fights were just like some of the most memorable for me. Like, especially, we already mentioned it, but like, I guess just we make all these characters, like we had our session zero, we made these characters, we're so excited about them. We're like, oh, this is gonna be great. He's gonna be so strong. And then we go into that first fight 
and Andrew just gets one shot. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> and that was and that was um, a really high rolls too. It was yeah. It was like a. It was. It definitely shouldn't have happened. But just seeing Andrew like, all right, I'm gonna go help, and he goes in and he like tries to stab someone and then misses and then immediately gets one shot, and I just think that really kind of covered the beginning of the campaign. I, really, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I really like when they're difficult combat encounters. Um, I think that was probably my favorite part of it. Yeah, that, so yeah. backstory on that, when I was preparing for the adventure, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys, probably have. Um, I do, I, I watched like the roll 20%, how they ran it, you know, they changed some things. I, I read the guides, I read all their DMs, subreddits about the game and stuff like that. And everybody, 90% of people were like, that first encounter is too tough. You guys have to change it, turn it down. You know, even if you have seven players, my players, my players just couldn't get past it, blah, 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 so forth, so forth. There was like one guy who was like, don't turn it down. Uh-huh. Just just play the way it is. It's it's like that for a reason. And I told that to Andrew, and Andrew's like, run, do it. Run it. Of course, Andrew said to do it. Too. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he wasn't the one that he just, he affirmed the, the what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and so it was like everybody fucking changed it. And, and most people that run it as is, their characters died, and then they had to make new characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's also a part in the very beginning of the game that people were bitching about because it it's like Captain Such hires you, and if you don't do what he wants you to do within like a certain like if you start like oh let's go explore whatever, he will send seven veterans which are pretty high for our, for our level one party, um, to get you guys and if you guys don't go along with them they'll kill you, so people were wow. like people were like oh so so if they don't do the 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 main quest then you have to kill them what the hell railroad kind of bullshit is it. And, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, it is the Flaming Fist. And if you're playing the module, it's because people are expecting to go into the adventure. So they probably be, should be doing what there's... So, like, the whole beginning was very much like, if they die, they die. Like, you know that meme? Like, if he dies, he dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, very much like it. that. And, and at first, I was like, maybe I should turn it down. And I'm so glad I didn't. I just went with it because it led to so many, like, amazing things. Yes, Armando. Yeah, sorry. Can I add a disclaimer? If, if you're a DM and adding a brand new, like complete noob, like, you know, like first time D&D player like myself, um, and you want to do Descent into Avernus, be aware that you will forever ruin them. <laughs> because if I play anything that's easier than Descent to Avernus, I am going to be bored. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, yes. so, like I, had such a, I had such a blast with the struggle, like the emotional turmoil. Good. Like, yes. Good, good. Because mm-hmm. like that was the goal, really. And and I feel like if scenes, and I know maybe uh, uh, Andrew can affirm this, but it seems like that's, the, that's direct, the direction that Wizards of the Coast is going, making things more challenging, more Dark Souls type stuff, uh, which I appreciate. But, yeah. like, the fact that you guys went down and then you paid 2,000 gold pieces to to a fucking cleric to to bring you back. I, I think it was Oren to bring Oren back. Um, <laughs> was perfect. I forgot for two, I died. <laughs> for two things. And here's why. When you guys ask how much it was going to be, I couldn't find the, the spot in the book that said the actual price. So I just blurred out 2,000 gold pieces. Which I thought you guys were overcharged. Which I thought you guys were gonna be like, wait, that's not right. But you guys went along with it. It's like, okay, fine, we'll just put it in the captain such captain such's bill. 
And in, right. in the back of my head, I'm like, they went along with it. They didn't even question it. And like, I'm just like, this whole time, I'm like, oh man, this is going to play out so well because they're going to come back to Captain Sutton. It wasn't 2000. It was 10,000. No, no, no. The first time was 2000. The second revival that you guys oh, yeah. did. Right? Was, <laughs> like, oh, we'll just put it on his bill. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't even question it. Which, by the way, again, a commoner makes 15 silver pieces a week. So 10,000, that's like your, that's like at the end of the game, you have 10,000 gold pieces. Yeah, that's and like you, a house. No, that's, that's a retirement. Yeah, plan. that's that's a how, that's a, that's how, a, that's a how small did we castle. get around that? I, I, I don't remember how we got around that by selling the ship. Or uh, no, you we got the ship. What was it? No, no, we we, we forfeited all. We forfeited all of our treasure from there on out. A lot, a lot of the treasure, yeah. Which luckily for you guys, it was Tiamat's treasure. But for the most part, yeah, you guys give it to Captain Sarge. And then towards the end, when you guys finally finished the the his quest, he did pay you back, like what you were oh whatever but a lot of the treasure that you guys you guys were so cocky we're like oh we got this much money we got a ship it's gonna be great and then you walk in that's, that's another part, favorite part of mine you walk into his uh, office and he's just pissed he's just like <laughs> the fuck is this he, he was he was that that, <laughs> that, that, that that police captain that yells at the, at the younger police guy you know what i mean like that like <laughs> very like the vein is showing he's sweaty and he just don't stop cream that that's i love that it, david like, orn you're a loose cannon <laughs> <laughs> i kind of feel like that was glitz fart false he was just like i'm here to talk to you yeah no you guys Wasn't it? That, yeah, yeah no you guys that's what i'm saying like guys were just so cocky because you're like oh we got this in the bag <laughs> we did all this stuff it's gonna be great oh it was glorious uh, but yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was not having fun with Cliff. <laughs> it's 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 okay. Um, I'm glad that that was your favorite part, Howard, because yes, I think a Baldur's Gate was very much Baldur's Gate to a T. Like mm-hmm. it, it really played out to what Baldur's it Gate. Set was. a good tone too. Yeah, because like of, even like the difficulty level, which is yeah, oh, and even even so when you guys good. leveled up, you guys level three or whatever, and you get went down to the the the, the sewer system to find the the dead three cultist. That like the very time. the very first fight, you fucking got your shit handed to you, like yeah. you know. And then that was the beginning of the fucking dungeon, and you guys like, oh, that was great. Anyways, so Howard, uh, Andrew, you're next. All right, so you can definitely tell that me and Howard are like old school D and D players. Yes. No, 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 yeah. old, no, no, old school D and D players Grandpa. because. Because my favorite part was also getting my ass handed to me. Oh, man. good. Like, okay. Ver- okay. I'm taking, I, I'm taking I, notes for like the next time. I was like, what the fuck? Please I know, do. I know the joke was like, oh, I spent all this time making this character and I'm like bummed out that he died, but I was secretly loving it. I'm like, no, Jose, let him fucking die. Set the tone. Set the tone. Set the tone. Did we ever tell him about the plan we had for session one? No. You want to go ahead? Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so Jose told me that the, he he told me there was an event where a character can die. He didn't tell. He didn't they say didn't, the whole they didn't thing. Want it to specific, yeah. yeah, he didn't go to to specific. So I was going to make a character who was just like a normal <laughs> champion fighter, and then be like, be like, yeah, he's got like this like really elaborate backstory. Then have him fucking die, and then have my <laughs> real character come in. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what like, we just should have just done. You should have just done that. that way. Yeah. But no. But like. But like. I love. I. I loved the very first fight where I just died and I just sat out for the rest of it. And I. I, I love the dead three cultist fight. It's like I was afraid. Yes. Like exactly. The first, 
For yeah. the first time, I was afraid, and I'm like, this is giving me, like, 3.5 vibes. I'm feeling <laughs> yes. so fucking nostalgic. You literally die here and lose your character. I need those I'm, stakes. I'm like, I love this. I have to be smart. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't just throw I have to myself. think about my there, turn very carefully. Yeah, there has to be risk involved. Yeah. Yeah. And I and, and 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 I love the fact that that the fact that one of us just moved a little bit out of the way in one room essentially caused a domino effect to have Orin get decapitated by one of the cultists. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well you didn't get decapitated, like, but yes, you got he was I mean practically. Got but one I was just shot, like pretty much. I was just yeah. like, wow, this Yeah, was the whole awesome. room collapsed, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. There was I, the old lady. Remember the old lady that you guys rescued? Quote unquote. Oh yes. Yep. <laughs> That did like, like something. Hag? That no. did something like yeah. like fifty damage to him or some yeah. crap like that. Oh yeah, no, that 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 was definitely my favorite. My favorite part was just like I, I I'm so afraid. I love it. <laughs> that, that was the, the sewage system was another part because every enemy here there had an aura around them that you guys couldn't see that would apply. I think it was like a like a like it wasn't it would double the damage every time. Wow. And to, okay. to be honest, I kind of forget because I was like halfway through and I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to apply the extra damage. And that's when they started hitting really hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, because people were like, don't do that. Like, turn off that. Don't do not do the R. And I'm like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Where's the wizard? <laughs> or, like, or, or like particularly where the part where Glyph's like, I'm going to go in this room and fight some skeletons. Oh, no, it's fucking full. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 no. But, but I played that off so well, though. I played, he played that off so well. He's like, don't worry, guys. I'm like, hey, hey, take an extra 20. And then I'm like, guys, we got to get the <laughs> 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 Next level, next level. Yeah. <laughs> you were like sneaking or something, right? Like they didn't see you. Or... Oh no, they yeah. saw me. No, no, no. Like no, no. I burst into the room, and, and but I was disguised as one of them. Yeah, that was oh. this was they under were... this was this was under the oh, villa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they were like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Hey guys, uh, we're just gonna give you an extra 20, 30 minutes of break. We got it from here. We just uh, we were like pumped with adrenaline. We got you guys. Yeah, just chill." And I like slowly close and it the worked. door and like, I say, it worked. Yeah, and it I, fucking yeah, worked. Yeah, it worked. And then I, and then I tell the, the whole party like, we need to get the fuck out of here, guys. Like, I just light <laughs> my what, ass off. They're gonna they're gonna come out in twenty minutes and we're gonna die. There's like fifty of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like we walked into a room and we saw a whole bunch of people and we weren't immediately like, oh man, fresh meat. We were like, oh my fucking God. We are so <laughs> yeah, we're not like, oh, just burning hands and we're good. Like, yeah. <laughs> slowly close the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was God. like the first campaign. We didn't just try to like kill clear everything. everything out. Yeah. 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 You left. We were definitely more cautious. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did I graduate, oh. Andrew? Am I a better DM now? <laughs> Little yeah. gold star on the forehead. <laughs> All right, Alex, you're next. Oh man, so there's definitely it's definitely two parts that were my favorite, but I think the most favorite it was getting hasted for the first time as Varric. Like when Jordan <laughs> was like, Varric, haste. And I was like, what the hell? Okay, that sounds great. And I read it and I'm like, oh my god, this is broken. <laughs> was that was that at the bridge? I can't remember. It was the bridge, yeah. So the first yeah. time was the bridge. And there's oh one guy god. on like the close side and then like another guy like down on the other side of the bridge. And I also used action surge at that time. <laughs> so i had like four attacks at that time and i've never played like a character that like just destroys everything like varic and i was like okay slash slash wait i have two more attacks 
I'm going to use aggression and dash towards this other guy and kill him. And then just takes everybody out. I'm like, oh, my God. What just happened? I just remember that part because you're like, you're like, can I do this, this, and this, and this? And everybody just stopped. And it was like. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Do you want to do what? It's it's legal. He could do it. Andrew confirmed it. And I look at it again in my head. It's that meme of uh, the the Halo guys. Wait, that's illegal. (laughs) (laughs) That was brutal, man. Oh my god. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, was that was like this is this is unbelievable. Yeah, was... And that was the first that was the first time I uttered that should have been a fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Champion fighter idea would have been really bad because you would have missed your fighter. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. Everybody roll the initiative for the next question in line. Initiative idea is a good idea. I rolled a twenty. I got uh, Damn it. Oh. I got a 17. Wow. I got an 18. I got 20. two again. Alex, what is <laughs> happening? Uh, uh, Andrew, you said 17? Yeah. Heather? One. Oh. Ooh. Yes. All right. Howard, you're next. <laughs> you're, you're first up. What was your least favorite part of this adventure? My what? least favorite part? Yeah, your least favorite. You want to hurt my feelings, I promise. <laughs> Favorite part. I already know mine. Every other wow. part besides Baldur's Gate. You already know. <laughs> Wait. Alex has got a list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't see the book. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. My least favorite part. I don't know if I could pick a part, um, but I would say, like, towards the end, when we got a little too powerful. I think may have been the part that I started being like, okay, this is like a little too easy. <laughs> like, like we would come into an encounter and we'd be like, oh, we can take care of it. Like when, um, right. for, for example, when we got to that, um, when we kind of went back in time uh-huh. and, yep. and there was, and there were like all these like crazy things happening around us. And we were just kind of like face rolling, like through the whole thing. And there were like these like giant, like, creatures all over the place and it just wasn't a problem i don't i, I don't i don't i don't think that's how varic remembers it <laughs> mm. <laughs> you me remember that village very differently <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, like maybe that was not a good example but i just remember having a much easier time towards the end you and, did like, do when 74 happen, damage just saying that's true <laughs> so i get it uh, i yeah. forgot about that that was pretty cool um yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think that's just it's not your fault. It's just more of a, a consequence right. of higher level play. Right, which um, is which that's... is I think it's the biggest challenge really. And I was talking to Andrew about this because uh, we're we're talking about a possible uh, Curse of Strahd Part Two thing, where mm-hmm. um, he wants to his his he he wants to and let's not go into this too deep. But essentially, he wants to like start at a higher level than one, but not necessarily pass where we're like eleven. And I want to go past 11 into 20 and plus because I never, like, that's that's brand new to us. And if all it takes is just putting in more monsters, you know, maybe that's a challenge. But anyways, but yes, towards end of campaigns. And maybe that's why Wizards of the Coast usually ends their adventures between 10 and 13. Because at that point, so. literally, you're essentially a superhero god type situation. Yep. You know, and it just becomes math at that point. Right, like, right. It's the same thing, <laughs> but with more people right. and more dice. Like, <laughs> And I, I, think, I think this is where... Wizards falls short a bit because if there were m- more interesting monsters that can like uh, undercut that, like oh you're too powerful yeah. and like kind of like I mean just imagine just if a beholder showed up, you have no magic now, Orin. What are you gonna do? 
Right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I love that. Like, yeah. let's get some more spells in there, like yeah. silence or yeah. like things that really mess right. you up. Oh, yeah. Right. So um, that's 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 like that's a good point. And, and, and I'm definitely keeping all of this that you guys are saying in, in touch. But yes, yeah, I said that's a the, the, your higher level. You are more powerful. But yes, I can understand, especially because you like to play Dark Souls and that kind of crap. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a scaling issue for yeah. me. Yeah. All right. Cool. So it's not really my fault. That's good. No, uh, no. That's just a D&D <laughs> thing, really. Yeah. And Armando, you're next. Uh, least favorite part. I think honestly, um, it would be the lack of role play interaction with Crad once he came in. Like just the lack of curiosity um, from the party itself. Because again, like I, like I, like I mentioned earlier, like I was expecting to like have You're to be right like, uh, I was expecting to be like, you know, like yeah, but like you know, like super emo. You like, want bullshit. it. You want it like, more? I've been, I've, been da- I've been down here forty fucking years. Like I hate my life. I'm just somebody fucking kill me, but I can't help it. Like I can't, I can't stop myself from like surviving. This mofo has been chasing me for forty right. years. Right. Uh, and then they could have been like, "Well, he actually like came at us." And we're like, "Well, let's fucking like kick his ass." Yeah, or something you, like that. You want it more probing into your backstory, which is fair. Yeah. Is really- which, which I only got, I only got a chance to like explain once we were trying to pull Zeriel's sword out of, the, out of the stone. Right. Which is, it's fair, and I think that has to do with the fact that it was a very high-level character that came in, like, more than halfway through the game. Um, yeah. Which is a lot harder to, to probe in, especially for this group, because this group is a group that very much likes to just hit things and solve puzzles. Um, you know, there's different, there's different D&D uh, types of groups out there. You, I feel like a thespian group is, is one that you would enjoy a lot more. Um, I like the role playing aspect a lot, but I also yeah. like kicking ass a lot too. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like a 50 50, which is why I switched from Glyph to Krat, because I was like, I, I'm not having fun with Glyph. He's too weak. Right. right and then right, Krat right. comes in and he's like making 46 damage at and, one point. And, and, and I'm like, all right, now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a 24 DC. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, with a shield. Like, yes. Yeah. It was, that was. Yeah. By the way, you had that fucking shield, and the whole time, like, oh, am I going to fucking destroy this shield? Like, in the back of my head. <laughs> I, I, I kept telling you, like, use the shield to, like, even, like, I fuck kept, with me. I kept forgetting there's a, there's a special ability for the shield that will make I kept, I sent it to you, like, three times. I know. I know. And, 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 you were, like, and, and you would be like, why are you messaging me? Like, I know. And I'm like, oh, I was wait. Like, I, was like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, DM, well, forget it. <laughs> I, I, I have definitely had moments where I accidentally gave an overpowered magical item. Like, shit, now i got to come up with some way to get rid of it. <laughs> 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 I honestly should have done what I did at the end of the game when you guys first met first met Arkin. You know, where he just like destroyed the shield and absorb its soul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would that would have made it a little bit more challenging for you. I mean I you, like still, the shield you too. still would have had there. Yeah, you still would have had nineteen fucking AC, so yeah. yeah, no, I mean, the shield was great. It just like a lot, a lot of the enemies would absorb fire, so it was like yeah. pointless to use my action well, on the fire. Honestly, and, and and honestly, and I'm gonna reveal here a bit. Yes, there was a lot of enemies that would absorb fire, but by the, the same token, hey, there it is. Um, there was a lot of enemies that will that would look like they would absorb fire, but they wouldn't. They would yeah. just take damage. They will take okay. the full damage. Yeah, it's just. It's weird. You will think like, oh, all devils are immune to fire, but no. Sometimes it's just resistance right. versus immunity. You know, it's it's that's why it's unless you ask me and kind of late, obviously, but like unless you would have been like, oh, can I do check. a nature check to see what they're, you know? And I feel like yeah. this is something that you all of you guys should probably take advantage of, because that's a very fair thing to ask. Like, hey, do I can I can I can I? Um, it could be taken to like, do I know this creature? Do I know its weakness? Or after fighting for so many rounds. 
can I deduct if there's any uh, weaknesses? You know, so come right, and, and probably Crab being there for years, he could have had an advantage of right. like mm -hmm. identifying right. creatures or right. something. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, again, that's like my that's like my first time player. Yeah, uh, no, no, it's, it's like it's fair. I mean, that's I, I, but, so, but, I, but I but I was happy with the AC, so I was just like, I won't, I just won't use a fire. Just um, fucking. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, my my DM yeah. is not taking advantage of the fact that it can like talk to Dude. me and like psych me out. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just gonna hold this on my back and like double hand my yeah. attacks all the time. Yeah, and 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 honestly, like, it was it was a lot of moments that I'm like, oh, that's right, the fucking shield. The, the shield has an, <laughs> had an ability to essentially give you all guys a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, and I kept forgetting. It could have frightened everybody around me. Right? Yeah, you would have tossed that thing down a yeah. down I the kept river forgetting. <laughs> like after the after the, the the encounter happened, I'm like, ah, fuck! I should have used the the whatever the ability. And like, every See, time. The, the, and, and it was like a thirty, like a thirty foot damage. Was, so unless you were, yeah. or sixty. So like, so like, unless you were within ten feet of Crad because he had the aura of whatever, of protection, yeah, or whatever, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be affected by the fear. But if you were above that, you'd be like everybody would be away from like uh, Crad, and yeah. like Crad would be completely vulnerable and uh, a target. Yeah, and and, but you know, you you live and learn, I guess. But yes, no, I can I can I can completely agree with the the lack of probing to your character backstory um I, I and this is something that andrew always like reminds me that, you, that i have to give more chances for role play moments between the players yeah between the players um including like i think early on you know like it's simple things like you guys are around like a campfire you know like it's been a long day do you guys talk to each other like i need to start implementing that more often and i, I keep forgetting because in my, 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 in my brain is oh my god there's this big set piece that's coming up I, I need to get the players there you know but then that eliminates a lot of the character building moments in between so that's I enjoy that. when you we brought like a... huh? go, oh, go ahead no, i was gonna I... say you could have brought like a sandstorm in at some point like we had to hunker down and yeah, then we exactly. get some character background or yeah like just those moments to like stop and like actually the, have characters the interact slow, it's the, like a forced moment the slow moments which are very important i think and i and, and yeah and I, my brain and is and again, like right and on the, on the whole role-playing thing like crad was like a complete like newbie to right. this group like the, he didn't even know what they were after he was just like i gotta like you know more people my best alive. chance to survive yeah Right, uh -huh. and 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 I was hoping like you know at one point they were like oh no we're we're here to help Zeriel and he would have been like oh shit like right. I hit gold like I'm like I can redeem myself because right. his whole point is like you know subconsciously uh, before before we killed off the knight like he, he's just like survival mode right but the, the second it's dead he's like wait so like now I'm this like guy that right. goes scuttle scuttle wings yeah and I his eyes glow dark I started after we finished the. The campaign, I was like, it should have been like his eyes glow dark and like black tears come down. Right, like because a very he doesn't really, look. Yeah. Right, because also because yeah. he doesn't really want to be an oathbreaker, but he just he just you know yeah. shat himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, like stuff like that would have. I think it would have been helpful for Krat specifically. Yeah, I I, I can mm -hmm. see that 100. percent Um. Yeah, I'd say probably a good example of that would be. Remember when uh we were like interrogating that dude in Orange Shop. <laughs> Um, interrogating fun of my store the entire time yeah you're like guys we're trying to get information on like did you see this book <laughs> it's like, oh man this place is really run does anybody even come in here yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what a shit heap <laughs> I feel like I was the only one that was excited because you had like technical diagrams yeah over here. <laughs> I was like oh the first people to come and visit and they're just like completely <laughs> destroying it everything I've like, worked for. What are friends like for? 
Yeah. Then one of us get like a manga and like sat on the floor. The, like, yeah. like, <laughs> in one of the hallways. <laughs> I think that was a good example. Like that was a very um, uh, good moment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, joke, uh, uh, playing off your joke, Andrew. Ju- just, just this is just for Heather. That mango specifically a Naruto manga. Oh yeah, just, oh. just a piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's seven bucks. Before just we fucking left, buy it. I need to just start the fire. It's actually, it's actually seven ninety nine. Okay, but yeah, no, I, a hundred percent, I agree with it. Uh, so, because we're reaching I mean, uh, high high time right now, let's let's kind of move on to to Alex, so we can move on to the next. Sorry to interrupt. So, so my my uh, the moment I didn't like was when Lou. Oh wait, died. I'm sorry. You killed her. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. It was Andrew's turn, but yeah, it's go ahead. Alex. Oh, oh, when I killed you, killed Lulu. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. <laughs> that about sums it up. Was that was yeah, that really the, the 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 your least favorite part? so i think so yeah like it, it had to be that it's like afterwards like heather and i literally talked about that for like an hour after the campaign like i can't believe that jose just did that like randomly like all of a sudden and lulu's dead we're like what like how how are you gonna do that like, like not down dead that, yeah, never, yeah like, are you i just never wanted in- to fight you so bad <laughs> Just like incapacitated dead, you're like no dead dead. Nope, just like, dead. Oh, okay. Um, Gone. To be like, fair, to be fair, the reason the reason it was so sudden is because I forget like I I forgot how little life she had in that role, you know? Because like before, I think it was her turn before or something. She could have healed herself. I completely mm. forgot how little life she had, and she, the role the, the damage was so high that even after she shape shifted back to Lulu, all the way down and double. So I was like, oh. It was a oh, no shit man. moment. Yeah, it's like, whoops. It, was, but it, it, played, I, I, it played out well because you guys were like, oh shit. Yeah. I totally meant to do Consequences. That. Yeah, yeah. She was our, our guide the whole time, and we were like, like kind of relying on her, like, oh yeah, we're going to get my memory back, and like, I'm going to, I know this, this, and this, and we're going to take you guys, I know exactly where to go, and dead. And we're like, what do we, we go now? What, what, what is my purpose now? You passed the exactly. And I think it was partially our fault too, because she was hurt and we yeah. could tell. Yeah. But we weren't like actively like trying to protect her and she yeah. died. And it was yeah. a consequence. Um so Yeah, exactly. Like we didn't we didn't expect that or like think it could happen. So you guys know that I like to describe when somebody's very hurt. So Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it was out there. And you did. Yeah. It was there. Yeah, we just didn't pay attention to it at if, all. If, if, if anything, if anything, Kratz should have been like backing her up from the beginning because of the past. Like he should have right. been like, I gotta protect, right. I gotta protect Lulu. But like, but it, I, it, it, like I didn't, I, not even I, not even I made that connection. She, yeah. she can't die. She's a cute NPC that's guiding us through a furnace. There's no way <laughs> exactly. that, that could turn into a madness. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that was your yeah, first mistake. I think, I, right? I figured if she's in danger, she'll just like mammoth up. Like, no, she was know, already like, a mammoth. And she, like, oh, that's, that's how she died. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. That's I thought, right. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be like a Skyrim, like important NPC thing where it passes out, but then after the encounter, I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The next fucking day. I love the next session. You guys were like, okay, we're going to try to find a way to heal her, bring her back somehow. Let's try. And I'm like, I'm describing how her body just disappears into the nether. Not just that, like both both uh, Quintessence and Krat had a revival fight without right. a diamond, and, and you can only revive. Uh, creature within, within a certain time, of, yeah, within a minute of its death, yeah. So it, it was yeah. just kind of like I wasted a spell slot. I I got that after. <laughs> Me I was too. Like, Fuck this! Ever happening again? <laughs> I have done Jose. 
damn it. I, 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 I never gave up Revivify just in case Lulu died again. Like, and especially once I got that, that 3,000 gold diamond. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm holding on to this spell and this diamond like it's my life. <laughs> just in case. I was literally like doing accounting, like trying to like add up all of our inventory. Like, can I just trade it all for her? Take <laughs> everything. Take it. Fuck. I don't Please. need any of this. Just bring back a little. Who needs material possessions? <laughs> oh, and finally, Andrew, your least favorite part. Finally, I would honestly have. Oh, no, I have. Yeah. Wait, yeah, what? what you... Oh no, you 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 roll one. Sorry. So actually, the it last. is it is Andrew. I'm sorry. I thought you already went. My bad. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> finally, okay, let's um... move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, was, that's all the important questions out of the way <laughs> but um i would have to say honestly my least favorite part was probably the hag encounter okay because like because mm. like because you said that we were going to go into like the bone brambles and speak to this hag and i'm like oh man like because like I, I i sort of metagamed a little bit i'm like man hags always want something so i'm like what is a hag that's in like the first circle of hell gonna want from us for this deal oh she just wants a bath <laughs> like, she, just, she just wants a spa day and i'm like is that what it was in the book yep, yeah that's exactly oh. what it was in the book oh, yeah i was just like oh okay <laughs> like, it took a bit to get to her too like we had to go yeah, through all this oh yeah like, yeah so it, it, it was definitely oh, yeah. the, the part the part getting to her was much more exciting than the actual you guys turned right and like, like this fucking died. man will just come out and try to get you <laughs> it's like nope not that way this way. and she was so non-haggy too she was just kind of like yeah 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 oh, hey guys. like like I was, I, I was expecting something out of like, like what's it, Ro uh, Robert Eggers, like The Witch or something ah. like that. Where it was like, you know, and I, I, I don't know. It just, it just, that part felt like, okay, Wizards of the Coast, you can, you can be a little bit darker. There's nothing wrong with that, especially because it's in hell. Yeah, I can agree but, with uh, that. Definitely the part where me and Varric walked literally five feet away, and then everybody else got attacked. We're just like. <laughs> Ah, we can't leave these guys for we, five fucking seconds. We just looked away. That was all. Yeah. Not, you look back like, and like Orin is being trapped by some like monster. Yeah, and Glint's getting attacked by a shambling man. Right, no, 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 like, wasn't it Crud at that point? Yeah. No, it was it was Crud at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the other thing. Like, no, 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 just, like, no, no, no. It was it wasn't. The Krat. first time was Glint. The first time was Glint. When you guys came back, it was Crud. Okay, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, ten fucking seconds. We were gone for ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right, let's go fix this problem. <laughs> it was. I like that moment. It was great. All right, hacks. I can agree with that, and I feel, and honestly, a lot of the stuff that. That was in the adventure, like all these a lot of creatures like that. There was a lot of moments where, yes, I, I felt exactly that, like, oh, you're you're trying to be cute with something that they didn't expect with this kind of monster. You know, like yeah. even Bell, you know, when you guys met Bell, like he was still very human like. He wasn't and that's the way he was in the book, really. I played it a little bit more nonchalantly, but like in the it was he was very much like Hey, I'm, I'm the king of this, you know. Like, go do this. I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to be the king of, right? Right. right. Yeah. It was, and uh, wizards tends to do that a lot, and I can, and that's probably something to look into for the next time. Um, but yes, now finally, <laughs> Heather, what was your least favorite part? All right, on to the next one. <laughs> Heather's like, right, well, frankly, this fucking interview. Just <laughs> Bro, I haven't eat. I've all, all I've had today is a freaking grilled cheese, dude. Like, I want to have dinner. <laughs> Uh, we're almost done. And by that I mean just like two more hours. No, I'm just kidding. I cannot tell you how bad I wanted to like 
fight you after you kill Lulu. <laughs> Is it really? I was like oh, okay, genuinely so pissed. Yeah, no, same answer. Just yeah. I just want to clarify. <laughs> like I said two one. days, like I've never been so fucking mad at Jose. <laughs> Holy wow, I want to punch him right now. Like I said, like I had to simmer down before the next session. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's murdered so many of my pets, but that's a different one entirely. Like damn it (laughs) but now i'm also a little jealous because i didn't get murdered as much as everyone else you're a robot in the dream in the flashback you got to protect you and then you completely screwed you over that's right you were completely like you got completely crushed you were a tin can man you were like and then then you got five levels of exhaustion yeah, yeah. Oh here's the God. thing, like, Crash shows up like a hero, like, in a hero's and he's like, I will protect Quintessence. Nope. <laughs> three, three turns later, Quintessence is flat on the ground, like, just flattened out. Yeah, and he's like, he did his best. And, and he's like, huh. <laughs> no, I didn't okay, work. So, so, so the steed thing, so that... gotta, gotta, gotta stop summoning steeds. Gotta, gotta, gotta stop doing that thing. It just doesn't work Fine in my steed. favor. Yeah, don't just use, doesn't work in my favor. Don't use fine steed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. So let's 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 roll for initiative again to move to the next uh, 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 question. But yes, I I agree that um, you probably were the one that died at least, and I think that's only because you were literally were a robot. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also Power nine. understood that I wasn't the tank, right? So I would not go straight into things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you, I, you you kept your distance. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, I understood I was hollow inside. Alex, what you got? I got twenty this time. Nice. Jesus. Yeah. So Howard and Andrew. Oh, Heather, what you got? Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, uh, Howard and Andrew need to reroll. Okay. I got a two. A two. Seven. All right. Seven. Why was that funny? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Just so you guys know, my least favorite part of the whole adventure, from like a big picture perspective, was the fetch quest middle part. I should have fucking fixed that, but I was like, no, it's probably gonna play it out very well, like like some of the other things. But it didn't. Like the whole big old go here, try here, go back. The one know, small favor thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I should have changed yeah. that. Yeah, um, that wasn't the that wasn't the rods fetch quest, right? The yeah yeah the rods the rods yeah that yeah. whole that whole, yeah. no way I'm sorry no no well yeah, yeah. It, it, it led no. it led to that but it, was it led like, to that but yeah it was like the whole the like, whole in between yeah 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 as from big picture that was probably the weakest part of the whole adventure um all right so now moving on to the next to the next adventure to the next question do you guys have any questions for me why. Oh, <laughs> Why you do this? Why'd you kill Lulu? Why'd, why'd you kill Lulu? Hold on. Alex, you go first. You kill Lulu. Oh man. Um. Any anything like if you ever had like any like oh I wonder what this was supposed to be or like I wonder like if this was really supposed to, like I like I have the book right here I will read you the paragraph like. Oh man, I don't know. My 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 big thing was Lulu. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, else. so okay. So, if I had a question, could anyone else had become the angel instead of Varric, or it was only Varric because he was a good, aligned, like lawful good type of character? Anyone could have done that. Um, like that's how the book said it, you know. However, the way the story developed, it was such a beautifully organic build up to that moment. 
Like everybody expected Krat to do it. Ronaldo, that was yes. like the thing. I even, yeah, I even yeah. expected Krat. Like that, he's gonna grab it. Honest, like all this stuff's gonna happen. I, I, I expected to. I was like, I give you my backstory. Krat. I was like, I got this. This is my redemption. The re redemption moment. Yeah, exactly. I had a before that before that session. I woke up in a cold sweat. I'm, I was just like, it can't be Krat. <laughs> I was kidding. But like, it was like. Like, because I, I, originally I was gonna give it, I was gonna give it to Krat. Like it was, it made sense. Like, oh, he's, you know, duh. Yeah. But like, the more I thought about it, the more I reread that exception, the more you guys developed the way you were playing. Because in the beginning, actually, originally, I think I was gonna give it to. Actually, I don't think I. Orin, I, I, right? I no, I don't think I had a. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I think I think originally I didn't have I didn't I didn't pick anybody. It was because I was like, oh, once I get to that bridge, I'll I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. But the way it just developed, at one point it clicked in my head, and I'm like, anybody could have picked it up. And I think the 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 fact that you guys were all expecting Krat to do it, and the quiet, the quiet like solemn fighter in the background that has been like helping everybody and like not asking for anything back, very like I'm just here to help. I I've a good type situation. It was too perfect not to have like everybody just kind of like take their turn and then just turn around and just see a Varric in the background, just kind of like, oh, I guess I'm the last one type situation. It was too perfect to not to pass that. To pass that. <sighs> yeah, but, can, 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 I, can I add to that? Yeah. Like, I, I remember at one point, I think after the session ended and we stopped recording, you were like, you know, like I thought about giving it, giving it to you, Crad, and I was like, no, like, believe me, like narrative and storytelling wise, it just made sense that it went to Varric. And it made sense that like Crad like fought so hard for it and still didn't get what he wanted because he wasn't ready for it. And even yeah. after the end of the, of the campaign, once we're back at um, um, outside yeah. of Avernus and like, he's still not redeemed. Like, yeah. yeah, like, like he still has, like he's still an oath breaker and he has to go through his life yeah. either finding redemption or dying as an oath breaker. Yeah. And I, I feel um, like and, that's why, that's why he played out so well, because like, I, I feel like in a lot of like storytelling and, I, and I've seen it in movies, a lot of movies recently where like, Oh, there's a problem and here's a solution right away. You know what I mean? It's always like that. It, and I feel like this, it was, again, I'm going to say another, it, it was too perfect. And Andrew agrees with me with that too. We talked about it afterwards. I'm like, that was a beautiful storytelling moment. You know, that just, it happened so organically, too. It wasn't planned. It wasn't anything that, like, oh, I'm going to make sure that Varric gets to kill everything and blah, blah, blah. Or, like, oh, Brad, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to. He didn't even get to, he didn't even get to use the sword. Honestly, yeah. I, you, I, you still got I the power. sword a couple times. Yeah. But, but you didn't no, get to. No, you didn't. You, you didn't get to, like, oh, kill uh, Serio or kill Tiamat with it. You know what I mean? It was kind of like. Oh, yeah. You yeah. delivered it. But, but, but it, yeah. either, either way, like, you still had the powers and everything. But, like, it was just beautifully told. And, I, and, 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 and it was and here's that. Yeah. Sorry, no, no, it's like continue. at that no, moment, no, it was it was honestly out of my hands. Like I was like, if I don't do this, I'm gonna regret it. Like when when I, I genuinely. When, yeah, sorry, Heather. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say like I I genuinely had like an emotional reaction at that moment. That part like it, broke it, my heart. It felt so. It, it felt very organic, but like part of me still feels like the loss of that, which is a weird feeling of like it, it just. Just the way you, the way you, the way you said it when like it, it got like quiet and then you and then you you role played naturally that bit. I was like, oh my god, I'm killing that puppy right now. What am I doing? Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like it, it was, it was so natural. I was just like, oh my god. And and then you guys, you guys talking with each other like that was any DM's dream. That whole moment there was just 
there was the like, honestly one of the first times that I legit just stepped back and you guys did all the work. Like actually, let me let me add, let me backtrack. That's that's actually one of my favorite moments because like role play wise and story narrative wise, Crad trying three times and then you know hearing the whisper of like you must release her. Yeah. Um, and that 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 becomes his goal, not not obtaining your redemption through obtaining right. her sword. No, not the material that, thing, but right. the actual. And and the, and the second the second you 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 whispered or like you know as a DM you whispered that in Crad's ear, I was like, okay, I know what he's going for. Yeah. So when he's like no like kneeling down, just like sort of like you know drain and like um barracks coming up and he literally whispers if it's not you it's nobody here right. like i i like me as a player and as a party member as, as a player and as crab like he meant that like if it's not you then we're fucked right. like right. if it's not you then i don't know who can do it because i thought it was me but right. clearly it's not me right and, but, um, yeah, and everyone tried it yeah like yeah. beforehand and like i was like the last person it was just like it is it me? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like everybody, and, and also you didn't, you didn't want it. Like Crad wanted it. That was, like, it was yeah, yeah. That was the important part. You. The didn't second want that it. it didn't, yeah. The second that it didn't work for Crad, I knew it had to be you. But then I was like, Carpop, go, 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 right, go, go, go. Right. I was you like, oh, wait, wait, what? Go. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give it my best shot. Yeah. And, as, and, and as you're stepping next to like, uh, sorry, Car um, Crab, just sort of like on the floor, just he's like, and he's like looking out at his, as like burnt hands, you know, like completely like turned to like char, and he's like, if it's not you. It's like there's there's no hope. Like I don't remember what's happened. I, I don't even remember because I, I didn't have a plan. I was yeah. like, if it's not you, it's no one or something like that. And then he pulls it out, and 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 Krat, like in my head, Krat was like a sense of relief because like he also wasn't ready. Like right. he just wasn't ready. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I think the, the the other layer to all this was the fact that the 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 inscription on the stone was you know whoever claims the sword is no more. And and right. and, and in the back of all of you guys' head was whoever pulls the sword is gonna die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For I, I, sure. I, you guys didn't know that it was gonna turn into a fucking angel. And, and right, and Krat's been like waiting to fucking die. Yeah, and Krat's yeah. been like, I assumed it was, was gonna like, be like a, a personality takeover. Right. Well, oh, you, you you thought that? I I thought Krat was just gonna be like, <laughs> and then like the sword was gonna be like. Oh no! I just assumed it was gonna be like a you ascend kind right. of thing to this higher power. Right. Uh, See, yeah, I, I went. I went very. I, I went very literal. Like Crad, right. Krat, like not being that enlightened, went very like. Yeah. I'm willing to fucking die to save. And you I think. Know, the world. I think. Like, yeah. And I think even Andrew was at that point. At that, it, it was perfect. And yes, to answer your question, yes, anybody could have taken it. As a DM, I could have given it to fucking Orin to make it funny. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I, like I like I said, it was out of my hands. I, I stepped back and it played out beautifully, and I'm so glad it went that way because. It was a beautiful moment. I mean, even Kevin was in the in the in the chat window, just kind of like, you know, like it was so yeah. it was so good. It was really good. It was oh. like the kind of shit that you see. I like, like wanna cry. It was like kind of shit you see in like you know critical role and all this. Like I never expect any of that shit to happen to my table, and it fucking happened. I was like, wow, that was amazing. I, mean, I, I went to sleep that night. I had a dream. Like I replayed the whole fucking thing in my head. I woke up tired. I woke up with a head. I'm like, oh my god, I, I, I DM all night. What the hell? Like legit, I was so tired. But it was so good. But yes, um, anybody I could have off that. Cry, like, I, I, I logged that. I logged off that session feeling the most sort of satisfied story-wise, like narrative-wise, yeah. that I had felt um, throughout the whole um, yeah. campaign. It was very. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was delivered. It was really good. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, next up is Armando. Any questions for the DM? Um, honestly, I don't. I don't really have any questions because again, this is my first time. I like know nothing. 
Um, you've already spoken about your the things that you got to work on role playing wise and how this group is very much about like attack and kill. Um, so I mean, I don't have any questions. I guess it's more more of a statement where like I I really I mean, and it makes sense. I'm a writer, a script writer, creative writing minor. I like narrative. I like a lot of like character based uh, storylines. Um, so the moments that mo the moments that most shown for me were like those that those were bits. like char yeah. character and narrative based, right? Yeah. Those things, those those like twists and turns that we weren't expecting, especially what we were just talking about. Um, but no, I don't have any question. Honestly, uh, as a first time player, having you as a DM was uh, an absolute. Uh, pleasure. You were always very uh, helpful and welcoming, especially when I was having a hard, hard time doing dash roll D one D twenty or whatever. <laughs> um, and then you're like, you know, you can just click it on the right on, on the left. And I was like, oh yeah. And then like, and, and that was like three session, three sessions before, before they came in, right? And, and oh, I still way. forgot about, and I still forgot to like go to up to the left and just like click and roll it automatically, right. which is probably what you all do. And I'm just like. Dash roll space, <laughs> and you're all like, "Okay, is he gonna is he gonna roll?" And I'm like, "Hold on, guys! Like, hold on, one, oh no, backspace, like, two, the eight, okay, there we else. go." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I, mean, I'm, no, I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't have any questions, but except praise, like, thank you so much for making it, making my first um, adventure so enjoyable and so welcoming. You're very welcome, and I'm glad. I mean, honestly, a campaign for a first time player is usually a big thing. I, I personally yeah. think that you handle it well. You know, like you after glyph, after glyph, after glyph. <laughs> well, you learn a lot. I, I feel like I, you, I hated glyph so much, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you learn a lot, you know, and, and that's oh. something that just happens as you play. There's no way for me to tell you, oh, you're definitely gonna like a bard, or you're definitely gonna like a paladin, unless you actually. Yeah, I'm, never, I'm never playing a bard again. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's. Oh, that's... May, may, I mean, maybe down the future when I learn more about D and D, but right. like I couldn't, I couldn't play a bard well enough for me like right. to like enjoy. Bards it, are kind of so. tough. They are. To it, it's one of those classics that is 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 is, is hard to master. Like, yeah, you can do it all this shit, so but hard, like, dude. yeah, and yeah. Honestly, you know, like it, I, I personally thought you did well. You were having a good time, and that's all. You, all you need to say was like, "Let's change." Like that's that's perfectly. Uh, yeah, you, you just massacred him, and I wasn't okay with that. It though, was. It I, was... I, I had an emotional attachment to my first D and D character. <laughs> Destroyed. <laughs> and, and you're lucky that we weren't in person, because usually when we're in person, I take your character sheet and just rip it in half. Oh, you, <laughs> oh yeah, up, it's man. brutal. Oh my god, <laughs> it's brutal. I had, I had to, I had to bless my character to make sure it was gonna, the body was gonna be okay in freaking <laughs> no. hell. in freaking hell. Not in person. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I think uh, Heather, you're next. You have any for questions my... for for you have any questions for, Ooh, for the dungeon master? Yeah. What the hell is on the back of the soul point? <laughs> so, so, so Bell, Bell is the he he essentially runs the. I mean, you saw it. He runs the the forge for all of the devil's army. So the front is his is his mark. You know, so when you in the material world, a cultist put that mark, whatever it is that 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 that, that they, they're praising. Yeah, the back of it is the. I'm assuming the forge of the the devil's army. Uh, yeah, I don't know what way it goes. Like, I think I lost. Also, mine. you can tell that I've had a custom paint job. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys still have. I've that. hated it. Like, yeah, while we were playing the session, I yeah. just was like over here hitting it with some red it's, so. it's, it's, it's a small uh, leaf, leaf behind for you guys. 
Um, but yeah, honestly, I mean, I can probably do a little bit more research exactly as to which one of those things are. And if you guys would have asked I, in, in game, I probably would have like paused real quick and like look it up. Uh, but you guys were like, question. there's a soul. Could I, have done an, could I have done anything with my 15 soul coins that I have had in my person as crap? The main, no so the main purpose of those was you can heal yourself. That's what oh. I thought, but I never Not needed it. I, at that point, I didn't need it. I gave you guys a description. <laughs> I forgot. No, I had that. it. I had it. I had it. I just forgot. Oh, like, yeah, you can, you can heal yourself. Your... The thing is, it does take an action, yeah. and I could have healed you a lot more than a 1d8. Right, but that's it's but... one of those things that, like, oh, you just went through a really uh, tough fight. I have 15 soul coins. Oh, absorb all of them type situation. 15 d8 or yeah, what? Or if it's an evil action to do it that. It is an evil action, but 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 yeah. uh, but Krad was oh. evil, so. I, I, I could hold it, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't have a problem, so I could I could use it to heal anybody. And, and then, it would just be directed at that. And then uh, the, other, the other purpose of it was to trade with devils if you wanted to. Like, that's it's a lot. For them, it's a, it's a very valuable thing. Um, and to power your, your war machines that you barely get to use because I'm, right. I'm a terrible DM. Yeah. Um, but yes. So is that is that your question, really, Heather? That's it. Uh, I mean, that's really my main question. Also, um, if Orin had become evil, yeah, would we have then named him Ornery? That's a good question. I'll allow it as a DM. Yes, it will happen. Yeah. That, is, that is that is we can retcon that one. That is canon now. Yeah. No. Throw that out there. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, Howard, you're, you're next. Anything um, at all? Well, I know you and uh, Andrew kind of like trade when it comes to running like the big campaigns. Would you have rather been a player in this campaign or are you glad you DM'd it? I'm glad I DM'd it. I had a yeah. fucking blast. You can ask Andrew. I was driving, I still remember, I was driving to Miami listening to the podcast when they were releasing this game. And as soon as oh they mentioned the God. new adventure, I was like, Chris, and I like, pulled my phone. I was like, I was driving. I was like, text Andrew that I called dibs on a descent into Avernus. <laughs> it was, it was, it was no shit like a quick draw. And, and like, and like on the, on the chat, <laughs> on the chat, Kristen said like, oh, Jose calls dibs on Avernus. I was like, fuck. Because if you think about it, Avernus is very Andrew. Like Andrew's like heavy metal, yeah. devils, yeah. like all this kind of stuff. But, like, I, I was listening because the way they released it is that they play some short adventures and then they talked about it. And the short adventures were so. The, the, the one they played was in uh, Mad Maggie's, that little area with the Kenkus. They played that. Um, and then one in the Fortress of, of Serial. And I'm like, there's that fucking art. What? So when they release, they oh, this is into Avernus coming up next, whatever. And I'm like, fucking call dips. And just throw the phone at Kristen. And she's like, <laughs> oh my God. It it all worked out though, because Rhyme of the Frost Maiden is even more me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's funny because like Andrew he texts him and he's like, I'm gonna be known as the horror DM, RMI. So, no 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 no. I said I'm going to be the DM of this one particular thing. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll know what it is. Once we once we play. Uh but yeah, so there's so yes, Terror? that to to tell you no, no, no. Uh, it's, it's You'll you'll know what it is. So well metal? So yes, yeah, so no. we <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I'm so glad that I ran it. Atheism. I feel like I would have <laughs> no. had a good time playing it, but honestly, like the whole time I would have been like, "This is because I love big epics." Mm-hmm. Waterdeep was not my thing at all. That very granular, oh God, everyday, too. every day to day thing. Like it's, it's interesting to me, but it's more like flavor. If you ever happen to stop at Waterdeep, I love yeah. the world is gonna end. I, and when I heard that a fucking city disappeared, I'm like. That sounds amazing. 
How mm-hmm. the fuck? Like, I love, I love the big epics. So hopefully that becomes a trend too, and I keep playing, I keep rolling, uh, uh, running big epics like that. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I ran it 100. percent Okay, cool. Yeah. And we uh, couldn't, we couldn't be further apart. And Andrew's like, do you, how many arrows do you have? 15. Okay, just keep track of that. Uh, okay, oh, what you, kind you, of wood you, are they made out of? Hold on, this is important. What kind of wood are they made out of? <laughs> oak, pine, redwood. What do you yeah. got? It kind of also makes me wonder how Andrew would have run it differently. Oh, right, I so love a lot, a lot more metal. I love more metal music for sure. Oh yeah, just in the background, yeah. playing. At yeah. All they would have been like at least three more months of prepping just for playlists. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. What do you What do you think? What do you think I've been doing for the past three months for rhyme? I <laughs> Every like devil we run into is like, like different. Like they have their own the theme time. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so this is Dio, and then this is yeah. Um, but anyways, no, so yes. Shut up. <laughs> So yes, uh, last one, Andrew. Any questions for me? I, I think you don't because I we talk so much about the adventures. But do you have anything? no? Actually, I I I do I do have a uh, I, I like to think a pretty big question. Um, so what was your biggest lesson from this DMing and how and follow up question? How are you going to apply that in the future as a DM and also a player? Honestly, the Ooh. biggest thing for me was learning to let things happen when they were going downhill. I, the first, and I'm going to pull the curtain back here for you guys, but the first few adventures that I ran, every time it was going downhill for you all, and I don't want to take away, not all the time, I'm going to say like maybe like 10% of the time, I'll be like, oh, uh, he missed. You know what I mean? Because we play, mm-hmm. we were playing on tabletop, you could be able to see my rolls, all that stuff. So I will fudge some of the rolls. The biggest lesson I learned is don't fudge rolls. Bad things lead to amazing things. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my big takeaway. And the fact that you guys were so fucking excited to die in the first. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. The, what the fuck have I been doing with my life? You that, know what I mean? That was a good change of pace. Because like yeah. you said before, we we were like heroes, solid hero complex before. We can't die, blah, blah, blah. And this time we died like three times. <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. First event, first, yeah. first encounter. The opposite of Storm King's Thunder. The, the opposite of Storm King's Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> And to be fair, Storm King Center was my f- like a tin can. yeah. As Storm King Center was my first adventure, I thought that you know, oh, you know, they, they'll feel better if they conquer all these things with very little challenge. But honestly, challenge is important. Uh, <laughs> Challenges are a part of life. Yes, and 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 that was my big takeaway, specifically for this, because everything that we remember was because of failure, and mm-hmm. it it is it leads to amazing story beats, and I will definitely every time. A new adventure comes by. That's that's the first thing I'm gonna. I'm not gonna change anything. If I think it's too hard, it's fully not. Because something I also learned is that you guys can fucking overcome anything. You know, no matter how think how hard I think it is. That's like Just a thing that guys do. Yeah. Um, or create or create a new character. Or create a new character. Yeah. Which honestly, <laughs> most of we, you guys. I mean, enjoy. Andrew it, loves making characters. So yeah. You guys can borrow one yeah. from Andrew. He has like twenty. Yeah. Uh, no. It's on a file cabinet. <laughs> He's got a file cabinet. And yeah. as a, a file cabinet, actually. Yeah. And, it's and one that, of those ones that goes into the wall. Yeah. No. <laughs> like Bruce Almighty. Um, yeah. And then, how would I apply that as a player? Honestly, I mean, I think as a player, just fucking do it. Like, I will just don't be afraid to just roll for it and, and play along with whatever happens. Oh, I didn't hit. Okay, you know, play along into that. Or oh, I I, I don't know. I I got trapped by whatever. You know, like just really lean into into it. It's it's all storytelling moments. 
Um, and you more go with the flow? Yeah, uh, more, more go with the flow slash build upon it. Like, build, like, there, oh, everything that happens because of the roles is a chance to, to, to build upon that as a story, as a storytelling moment, even if it's just funny or even if it's like a very critical, like emotional bit, it doesn't matter. Just build upon it. Like it's, it's, I think that's, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I'm not afraid to just like, Oh fuck a crit. Okay. I guess you die. You know, like there's always something that can come off of that. Um, even if it kills Lulu. Okay. Damn it. Especially if it kills Lulu. Especially if it kills Lulu. You, you, you had to end the bat on that note. Of <laughs> course. Yeah. Get players attached to NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I think that's been my thing from the very beginning, so I don't think that's changed too Question much. mark, question mark, question mark, profit. <laughs> um, and then the last question for all of you guys here. It's going to be an easy one. Uh, and we're going to go. I'm going to point at you guys. We're not going to roll for this one. Um if you had to rate this game from a one through ten, what would you do it? This, the specific the game. Wait, did I write the game? No, the adventure itself. Um, not not how no, the the changes I made or how I ran it or whatever, but like the overall actual adventure. This will be for like somebody who stumbles upon this video and is like, oh, I wonder what what people rate this thing um, from one through ten and why. Let's start with Andrew. I would give this game. A 6.66 out of 10. <laughs> Very thematic. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the time I got. Uh, make sure. <laughs> no, I would. I, I would probably give it like 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 a good like seven out of ten. Um, there were there were some parts in the in the middle where I felt like it kind of dipped a bit and like and and it got a little dry. No pun intended, because we were in the <laughs> desert. But like you know, but like I felt like overall the story beats were were good and had a really strong start and a really epic finish. So it's like you know it it it, it, it was a good bookend for me. So cool, uh, Alex. Right? Yeah. Um, I'd say solid like eight and a half, nine. Like I really liked this one. I thought it was fun. Like I know the like the one small favor part, like do this and then go to this guy. And then that guy needs to go to this guy. Like it was kind of a drag, but like, I enjoyed it. Cause that part we could, it was more of like the adventure aspect of it for me. So where we had to like, we had a mission, we had to go do this. We had, this was next on our list and we had like a list of things we had to do. I also, I, I, I want to add a little disclaimer. A lot of my score is biased because of the huge amount of buyer's remorse. I had. <laughs> <laughs> so I anyways, should, I should play this. <laughs> All right, cool. But, but yeah, I, I really like this one. Like from from the battles to like how the characters developed and everything like that. And like from where we started, where everyone was kind of like, oh, we have new characters, like we don't really know. And then like to see what everyone like ended up as. Like we had two people change characters, which has like never happened yeah. in our group before, which is pretty cool. So like just like having to like sort of reacquaint ourselves with new characters and like okay like crad we just met this random guy running in the desert like he's going to be part of our group now we have to like incorporate him into like how everything is going and like just like how that all developed was really cool sweet uh heather so i probably have read it about like an eight as well but i'm also going to say that this was your redemption arc after how Bad, Don't bring bad. it back! Oh, Don't say it! <laughs> Drag it off! No! It's your fault! 
the unspeakable. The dragon heist was our actual oh hell. Oh my god, yes. Where was the heist, Jose? We don't, we don't talk about that dark. No, there, there was, was no heist. heist. There was no what? heist. There was no heist. What he didn't, what he didn't tell it, what he didn't tell you was that at the end of Dragon Eyes, he was like, Andrew, please, dear fucking God, give me. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I, I was able you, to. I'm glad I was able to redeem myself. <laughs> I just, you know, not that you needed to, because Dragon Heist is gonna be Dragon Heist no matter what. <laughs> but just what a. 360 from the like campaign where none of us could like really get into our characters or like what was going on to a campaign where like I had an actual emotional reaction multiple times where like it was it was actual highs and lows of character development and uh just interactions like there were times where you'd end the session after doing something terrible um <laughs> and like because we didn't have those few moments of like cracking a joke or anything it it just was so much more devastating yeah like you killed lulu and then we're like all right we're done i, I let i let yep. the silence linger i learned that too <laughs> leave the silence like the, those those quiet moments be and then peaced out yeah that, that was, was a- the worst <laughs> have a good night guys <laughs> it was a really yeah. long silent moment where we had to sleep for right. a week <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. But like, you know, Alex and I have had characters that are supposed to be connected somehow in the past, but this was the first time where we actually had a moment where we understood that one was going to be sacrificed for the the story. Yeah. And like, it it was genuinely like an emotional moment for me. Like, I was on the verge of tears because <laughs> like it's it, yeah yeah it's my character, but like. That's actually my spell. <laughs> I, I told Andrew after that, I was like, I, I, I texted, I was like, bro, that, that bit fucking broke my heart. Like, what she's, the way you said it too was so Ooh. natural. I'm like, what am I doing to this people? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> no, it's like such a beautiful moment because you don't get to connect with a fictional world that intensely yeah. that often. Yeah. And like, what an awesome thing uh, to be completely devastated <laughs> campaign. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going to change my score to an 8. You're right. This this, this was pure D&D oh. through and through. <laughs> so Okay, so yeah. gorgeous. All right. Uh Armando, I know first time you don't really have a much a lot to compare it to, but just uh, well, again, I I mean I, I was going to say the same disclaimer first timer, but um I'm going to echo um Andrew. Um and just basically, again, everything that I've said throughout this whole interview, um, it I just I had a blast. This was my introduction to D and I've been wanting to be a part of a party and play a campaign of D and D since I was like a preteen, maybe twelve. Uh, never had the opportunity. I'm 29 now, <laughs> so imagine how many years later, 17, right? Um, wait, is that right? Seven? Yeah, sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't do math. I skipped. I, I skipped math in college. Um, Your sales, uh, not math. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just have to like crunch the numbers and it automatically. Yeah. Uh, you have a calculator. Uh, um. So. Um. 
I would give it like, yeah, an, an eight and a half and nine. It was, I, I did have a lot of uh, emotional, more with Crad than with Glyph because I, I mean, that's part, I think that's part of like my issue. Once I played with Glyph and I didn't have his backstory or his personality really well fleshed out. And by the time I had thought of Crad and introduced him, I understood and knew who Crad was right. and I connected with Crad. So yeah. every, everything that came after Glyph, um, you know, even even the cold shoulder from from Carpock and Quintessence, and you know, just the natural goodness of Varric and the aloofness of um, <laughs> Orin. Orin um, it just sort of like played really well into the fact that this this character had been isolated for so long. Right. And I just, um, I I mean, again, like anybody watching this um if you're planning on doing descent to avernus and having a first time player know that you're gonna <laughs> fuck them over for the rest of their lives because anything anything that's not as good as this and as difficult as this is just gonna be like a fucking bore like i'm right. just i'm gonna be bored if i play like anything that's simpler like don't play water deep if if, 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 if i'm kicking if i'm kicking butt across, like every time i get in, i engage and i'm kicking butt i'm gonna be like well this is kind of like right. crappy like I want my life to go down by 90% and then my HP to go down by 90% and then right. I try to like have to recover. If it makes you feel uh, better, Wizards of the Coast uh, path has been increasingly steadily in the quality of their adventures since the beginning. So yeah. There's that. So, I mean, eight and a half, eight and a half, nine. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, first timer, but I think that's pretty damn good. And I love the struggle. Like, you know, like life is a struggle. So fiction yeah. should be a struggle. Right. Um, especially if you're, an, <laughs> if you're, especially if you're an adventurer trying to save yeah, everybody. the world. The world from hell. Uh, yeah, everybody can connect with struggle for sure. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the total party kill what was it twice, three times was freaking awesome. Um, I mean, obviously my first time, I didn't know it was so unusual. Yeah. But you guys, you guys referenced the fact that it was so unusual that I was like, oh, this isn't what usually happens. Especially, well, especially for me. So. Right. Well, I was like, well, this is pretty freaking awesome. Everybody dying and having to find a way to like come back to like into the adventure or starting some uh, yeah. characters over. Yeah. I don't know. I had a blast. Um, good. I, I I'm glad it. you had a good time, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Howard, new last one. Um, well, if we're talking like, I thought this campaign was one of my favorites. Just a lot of like people have said the character development and uh, we really got attached to our characters and a lot of the NPCs. So that part I really liked. Um, but if we're like talking about the the book, like the campaign setting itself and like the whole story behind it, I'd say probably seven out of ten. It's more of a personal thing. I didn't I don't know if I like the whole traveling around a desert until something happens kind of you know, that's that's the, that's that's that middle chunk, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. Can, I think we can all agree yeah. with that. I don't know. And I, and I think if I'm just comparing it to Curse of Strahd, where like everything was interesting. Yeah. Like every single village had Thank like you. something really. <laughs> Finally, know, somebody like, praises Andrew. Like, the setting itself yeah. is very like, I don't yeah. know. And then like when we go to that, um, the temple, I forget what it was called. The, the, the Amber Marvel, Temple. The Amber Temple. Like that was, I'll never yeah. forget that. Like that was really cool. Yeah. Um, this does not at all help my imposter syndrome, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is just me talking. I love the, the books. Themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Writing them. Yeah, no, I know. I can I can agree with that hundred percent because I feel like every part of Strahd and even every like I feel like like a Storm King's Thunder, every bit that you guys traveled to was very well developed. But honestly, mm -hmm. because of the nature of Avernus and how everything shifts and everything everything always uh, is not what it seems ever and is is very. If they would have come out with a Avernus setting book and then the adventure, it would have been mm -hmm. a lot more fleshed out. But I feel like, oh, we haven't done uh, Avernus. 
let's make some shit up. I can agree with that 100%. Like, I guess a good example, we go to that spot with that giant sword in the ground. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. we're there for like a right. little bit. And right. then that's why, 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 why does that exist? Like, right. I don't know. Like, no, no, why, I, why are we here? Yes. And, and again, it's, it's, it's the nature of Avernus. It's deserted. Mm-hmm. Everything that there dies, you know, not, not a lot of people or living creatures there. Um, but yes, I can agree with that 100%. Yeah, there was the one part where we had to go back to Mahadeeds and we're like, we have to find the Wandering Emporium again. And we're like, we don't know where it is. And we're, I think I was just like, let's just go this way. I feel like it's it's going to be this way and we'll go around the mountain. Yeah. And this was like just after Varric turned into an angel. We're like, it's got to be this way. And then we go and then you're just like, all right, and there it is all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Honestly, I probably could have been, could have done a little better with that. But uh, honestly... The way it works, the way the Wonder Emporium works is it shows up where you need it the most. It's one of those things. Like, but oh, it's, I, the, it's, the, it's the room of requirement. Then. Right. But the thing yeah. is that a lot of the things in this adventure were like that. Is Again, it was not... Dude, I'm telling you, the way they describe the map is that uh, everything could be anywhere. Uh, distances changes all the time. Uh, if it's yeah. far, it could be close. If it's close, it could be far. Like, and, and trying to A lot portray, to work with. Yeah, and trying to portray that yeah. is very, like... Okay, cool, but it doesn't help us. It's it's fine mm-hmm. for like the first time we travel, but then after that, it's like just and annoying. I, and then you have point. things it's like, like oh, the Wandering yeah. Emporium, where like it legit is like when you need it, uh, you know. Or what am I gonna do? Put you put it across the, the fucking desert and then have you walk that a whole, way? But a whole then session, a whole session. well, well, not so much that, but the fact that if it's far, it could be close. If it's close, it could be really far. Yeah, it's very yes. fluid, which. Uh, probably a better DM would have made that very interesting, but honestly, I'm not. I'm. I want you guys. I want to get you guys to the big pieces. I feel like the traveling bit is, especially for again for Avernus, it's very. Uh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think like, like oh, the first time. desert. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Yeah, look at sand. And it's hot, and and yeah. oh, you found. And <laughs> actually, I remember when Andrew was like, "Oh, the travel is kind of boring. It doesn't feel like like hell." And then, like the next session, I put like a fucking weird wizard guy in the middle of the desert for you guys to be like, "Oh, let's go check that out." And you're like, "Nope, let's go this way." Like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true though. I was yeah. I was about to ask Howard like, what would have kind of flushed that out a bit for you more? Like, would right. you have wanted more encounters or? I don't know, honestly. I just don't think I, I like a I think I think what would have done it for you better is if more areas of Avernus would have been uh, not interesting, but engaging. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, like you said, yeah. a lot of it were just like, oh, it's a fucking demon sapper, and that's it. That was probably the most interesting part. Then it's like, oh, it's a sword in the ground. And there were other ones that were just like, it's just a pool of ichor. Yeah. That's like, it. Like, why? Like, like, <laughs> like there was a I, lot I of another... stuff like that. And with Curse of Strahd, we almost had a home base. Yeah. Like that, yep. that village. And yeah. I really think we kind of attached yeah. to it a little yep. bit. Like, oh, like this is where we come back yep. to after we've done and all I our think, stuff. And I think that before. helps tremendously because it grounds yeah. you to what where you are. In Avernus, mm-hmm. you're, trying to tr- you're trying to get the, the place where you're from back to the way it came. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. want it to be there. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. Um, I know the interview ran a lot longer than I wanted it to run. Uh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate your everything. All of this is great. Like, all I I heard a lot of things that I didn't know. Uh, pretty awesome stuff. Your point of view from a player's perspective onto here onto the onto the my side of the table. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sticking along. Um, and I, I'm glad that you guys had a good time. That was you guys told me a lot of things that I honestly thought that it was kind of like, 
whatever, but you guys really, really attached to those bits, and it's great. You know, I don't see that part. It really puts it into perspective for me. Um, but I'm going to end this interview, and we're, we're probably going to have to make this Can into a round of applause? episode. I think so, too. Can yeah. we get a round of applause for Jose? For, yeah. for what? Like, my God. Yes. Excellent. This was so good. That was really I'm good. Yeah. I'm just happy you guys had fun. Really. It was a great yeah, it, it was great. I, also, I, another thing I learned is the more time you have to prep, the better. Do not fucking go from one campaign to another right away. <laughs> and this That's shows true. the difference because I went from Tomb of Annihilation to Waterdeep. I was burned out. I didn't care about it. I just wanted to have an adventure. Terrible. But then from, from Curse of Strahd, I had like a whole two months to prepare. And there you go. Boom. It, it, it shows. So, but yes, I'm going to start rambling. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank you so much. Um, and for our listeners, um, yeah, these are our players. They're awesome people. Um well, they're, we're not live, but you know, for the podcast. I know. So, I'm kidding. Uh, and then I'm gonna <laughs> leave. See us eventually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and then we're gonna say goodbye to our players and continue talking on our regular episode because we did definitely record this in a different time. Definitely Thank you guys. Not. All right, transition. <laughs> <laughs> See Jose here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you go to the, you go to the Star Wars. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the swipe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, back into beer talk. PowerPoint. 1998. <laughs> oh man. Okay, guys. <laughs> you all have a good night. Thank you so much. Right. We'll see you guys. Right. Bye. Night. Bye. Wow, that was really interesting, wasn't it? Ian? That was really enlightening. You know wow, that I one. Learned, that one question by so insert person here was really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow man oh so nice to hear from them now we move on to the next that part. one question by person was brutal i'm glad you went right through that <laughs> so so now i want to mention uh and and and, and, and please and was, please edit in the name badly <laughs> you're like me really close to the mic heather <laughs> great we're such, we're such ratchets uh so now let me let me go should we do that should we like yes. put, should we like after after this like record all their names poorly <laughs> through like we should yes right. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right um so even uh hopefully it's not it hasn't been already touched upon the interview that we haven't recorded yet <laughs> But now I want to talk about that's I'm pull this. totally not going to be <laughs> recorded totally in the future. Not. Yeah. And I want to like, I'm going to pull the current completely back here. I'm okay. going bare naked and just tell you everything about all the things. that. Oh, I he's taking his shirt my, off people. Yeah. So no, no, <laughs> so, a big black bar <laughs> and your, your face is just like, <laughs> I can't concentrate. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So they're in, he's not out. He's what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's the big thing for me that I appreciate the guy that I found versus what the book had. So you guys remember, or you, well, actually, I'll describe how it was supposed to go down according to the book, right? After the Bleeding Sea Dell, it blows up. You guys are standing there, and Lulu's like, Oh my goodness, we have to go to Serial. She's over there. And mm -hmm. then she points at Elturel with her flying fortress right on top of it. And she's like, she should be in her ship over there. Right? Uh -huh. So you guys make your way there. And there's three encounters. The first encounter was very similar to the devils that you first fought. The ones that had like the band. Oh, they right. killed Steven or whatever. So very similar to that. 
The second encounter was a little harder with some flying monsters. And the third encounter, somehow, was you're in front of Eltr- uh, Avernus. I mean, uh, you're in front of... Uh, no description, nothing. It was event three or something. You are looking at Serial fighting a Belrog. Like, like the, you shall not pass, Belrog. Right. Fighting it, right? And then she's like, you guys can help her. If you help her, obviously you guys win. If you don't help her, well, not win, but like you win the fight. If you don't help her, um, uh, she takes him down, but she's hurt. But then she looks at you all like, oh, what are you doing here? You know, not like I'm being, you know, right about that. But anyways, then it boils down to one charisma check. Okay. One. DC 25. Holy shit. Which, to be fair, is doable at the level you guys were at. But DC 25, right? Because, uh, yes, the blade... By the way, I kind of fucked up that on the, on the session. Because the blade is supposed to fly up in front of her. But she wasn't supposed to reach right away. I kind of, like, started reading without realizing what I was reading. Um, so and then that's when you guys were supposed to, like... Oh, serial, you know, if... Because I'm, I'm describing the option as you guys were doing it. Like, you guys were going to redeem Serial. That was the ultimate goal. Right. You guys thought you had to kill her, but no, in fact, you just had to talk to her. Well, I wanted to kill um, her, but I was just like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, and then you pose the question. One guy, one person, you're like, oh, you shouldn't do that because it's evil. And what determines if the DC goes down or up is if you have two NPCs. The first one is Lulu. If you have Lulu with you, it goes down by five. And then if you have a second, a second one is the one fucking Hellrider that you guys didn't meet because you guys went down the path of demons instead of the path of devils. Oh. So remember that big thing in the middle of the game that you guys were like doing fetch quests? Uh-huh. That part of the adventure split in two. You guys could either go, remember, I think I, at the very beginning I told you, you can either go to this like the fork where demons are destroyed or the puddle where demons are spawned. Right. And you guys chose oh, to go okay. the, 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 the the fork or whatever the hell. That was the path of, de- of devils. So you guys to meet a bunch of devils and blah, blah, blah. Uh, there was a parallel quest to that, um, a quest line, the path of demons. Same, very similar, different places that you go to visit. Um, the problem is that you would have gone to the crypt of the Hellriders if you go to gone to the demon side. And there you would have met, and I completely forgot the name of the guy, um, this one specific knight that you guys could have talked to. I didn't detail read that section because you guys chose to go down the devil's path, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't read the details of how to redeem Serial, Serial, Serial at the end uh, until I knew that you guys there was a DC check, but I didn't read like the specific names or the specifics of that check until after you guys got the sword. And at that point, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! I could have grabbed that held rider. I haven't met you guys somewhere else earlier that it right. makes sense at this point when you guys already have the sword it makes no sense unless i fucking put in in a in a in the wandering emporium taking a bath and just like yeah. into it hey hey guys <laughs> you know falling fall, falling thumb or whatever i'm yeah. a hell rider i'm here to help you like that's kind of like late in game i'm a i'm a super that. important npc and here at the right. 11th hour to help you out right. yeah no right and that would have brought down the dc check to 15 five okay. for each right so that makes sense. So with Lulu, it was a DC 20, which he rolled at 22. It was fine. I knew it was going to happen. But, oh, wait, let me describe how it was supposed to happen. 
So so wait, hold on. Was there a way we could not have Lulu with us? Because it seems like Lulu was gone. She could have died again, and that was it. Oh, okay, the, okay. The, the citadel, the citadel was gone. Yeah. Okay. Once she died, if she would have died any other time earlier, like let's say uh, she a rock would have fallen on her and Elsrael, and she just <laughs> gone, uh, she would appear in in, in the <laughs> citadel. Oh no, Elsrael! <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, this truly is hell. <laughs> <laughs> um. She would have just respawned in the, inside of the Blitzen Citadel. Okay. Um, which I would have been really interesting because, like, she was guiding you through the whole fucking game. But, anyways, um, so it's a DC 20. Um, you guys pass it, right? Let's say you, you roll well. Again, one roll. That's all it is. One roll, one person. You roll it. You roll a, 20, you roll a 22, so you guys did it. She would have grabbed the sword, and I kid you not, that was it. That's where the end game ended. It describes like, oh, she flies up, destroys the chains, frees the companion with one hit, brings all of Elturel up into into the material plane. Everybody's healed. Congratulations. She bows upon you, gives you a feather. Thank you so much. Like it was just that one kind, big, one that, big long description. That kind of explains why there was like that, like last minute, like nope, Tiamat's here now, kind of because I was like, well. Technically, not last minute, uh, because um, something you guys didn't really quite investigate, and truthfully, I didn't really like show it to you all. But as all this was going on, there's a power struggle. There's always a power struggle in Avernus, and everybody is after the power, the position of power. Of, 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 of power. The main two are Tiamat and Bell. Um, uh, Bell. If you guys, you could have made a deal with Serial as well. You could have been like, oh, we can work for you, blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, you can you can let us go, leave Eltrell here. Or, hey, we can take down Bell, and then you bring everybody up. That would have been like a contract type situation. That's, a, that's another way that it could have gone down. Or you could just fight the shit out of her, uh, take her down. But then after those two, then there's the, the, power, the power struggle really comes to life. Honestly, it would have been... Tiamat's troops, like uh, Arkin and whatever, and Bell's devils just coming in and fighting. You guys could have tried to take power. It was really messy, and, or you fly off, right? Obviously, I could have probably fleshed that out a bit more if we went down that route, but we didn't. We went through the Redeeming Zerial. But yeah, it would have ended up just like a big old description. Boom, at the, at the end, the game ended. So that's how the ending was. That's why I was like, oh man, I have so much to tell you, because like that was it. It was like legit, just, it was like, uh, outcome one, outcome two, outcome three. The the last the bad outcomes was really long with fights and, and encounters. The one good outcome was like, oh, here's a big old description. Game is over. Um, and I was like, well, that's kind of boring. So I read the guide, and the guy was like, well, you can do a couple of things, and that's what I did. Uh, when she grabs the sword and breaks the breaks the the oath or not the oath, the, whatever the contract with with Asmodeus, Asmodeus, Asmodeus. Um, she regains her angelic power, but she reverts back to how she was right when she signed that contract, which was, you know, almost dead. That's how yeah. Asmodeus found her. Wounded. So, yes, you guys got to protect her and fight with Arkham and whatever and them, you know. And so I tried to make it a little bit more engaging. You're like, oh, you know, while she regains her power like Goku, you know, you have to, you, guys, you guys have to fight of the bad guys. Um, however, the whole time I had Tiamat uh, in the GM layer because I was like, there's a chance that these fuckers are just going to take these guys down real quick. Um, which sure enough, not and, real quick, but you and, guys, you guys, thanks to hold monster. We sure fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah, and then after that, I was like, okay, so she's going to come to her realization. And since uh, Crad was needed to do the whole thing, you know, it's like, hey, Crad, you know, Hellriders, free the companion. I'm going to go and take care of the chains type situation because she can fly really fast. So that was like the whole thing that was happening well, as you guys were like trying to get up the fucking <laughs> loopy loop. Um, and then, of course, because I described it, it's like, oh, you know, uh, Tiamat shoots out from her dragon and she's flying on her way here after a couple of rounds. And then, sure enough, she shows up kind of late to scare you all, which, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it did a good job at that. Um, and then you guys open the companion and then I proceeded with a description of like, the companion helps scare all the demons and devils away. You know, he brings back Elturel alongside Theriel, blah, 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 blah. So that was my biggest thing with the adventure. The ending was so like, because I knew how the group is and I knew you guys were going to do the redemption arc. That I, That's just the way we work. Um, there was a chance you guys could have done something else, but honestly, I knew you guys were going to do the, the, the redemption arc. So I went with that. But the redemption arc was just... Oh, cutscene. Yep. That's it. Yeah. You know? So I, I tried to polish that as much as I could. It kind of sucks that we had to wait two weeks before the final episode um, or the final session. But yeah, hopefully that was better than fucking just a description after she grabs us after a charisma check. After a single charisma. God. Yeah. Oh, and now the other thing, the other thing I changed was like, depending on, so I was like, oh, depending if somebody else steps in and tries to help whoever's trying to do the charisma role, like just say anything that makes sense, it lowers by one or two, depending on how good it is. So honestly, what he had to beat was an 18, which is very doable. Right. Um, with everybody talking and be like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he rolled a 22 plus, you know, uh, flash of genius plus five. So he was, he had it in the bag regardless. But just in case. See, like that, yeah. like that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, like I know... I don't I don't blame them for trying to come up with like a solution that's like nonviolent and pacifist and stuff like that. But a lot of these a lot of these games, like you kind of have to understand a lot of people are expecting like an end game boss fight. So like if you rob them of that, there's a whole lot of like, wait, that was it, you know, kind of, you know. So, yeah, no, I'm 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 with, with that being said, I'm, I'm glad you did what you did where it's just like. Arkin shows up, we're like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to, if you guys would have fought Serio, she would have, like, looked at the at the demon shield and be like, oh, uh, Gorguat, I think was his name. He's like, you're here, huh? And just, like, grab his soul and, like, kill him. Mm. And then, bye-bye, shield. So, since you guys didn't do that, Arkin was like, hmm, I smell demon. Destroys <laughs> the shield in one go. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, there was a couple other things, but I think the main, the big one for me was that was the ending was so. And a lot of people complain about it. Luckily, the guide helps you. Like, oh, this is a good way to take it instead of just cutscene. Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah. Whew. There, there is. I might, I might want to get a guide. The same thing for like rhyme or something like that. Not, mm-hmm. not because like I don't think like I really need it, quote unquote. But it's just like. How do I lay these breadcrumbs out for the players? Yeah. You know, be, yeah. you know, because like the players do need to be motivated in a way, shape, or form. Yeah. So you Definitely. know, yeah. Kevin says uh, he says exactly one way or another. You have to have the boss fight to even so even though she is redeemed, the others the others come to fight the, for the power. Yeah, it's like Bell or T. I thought of bringing Bell and Tiamat. You're like, <laughs> and start fighting on top of Elturel, but I seem a little excessive. 
Um, even though Tiamat herself, it's kind of excessive. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think I. I think that would have been really cool as like a set piece. Like you have like these two like demons like fighting, and then like oh, we have yeah. to take out the lesser agents, and that just kind of shows yeah. like we're not equipped to take out these big guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for reals. Um, but yeah, so overall, I think you know I, I will definitely give. Um, I will definitely give Avernus, Descendants of Avernus, a solid. 9 out of 10. It's not perfect, but damn, it was a lot of fun to run. I'd give it a 6. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that's a player. What would you give it? I'd probably give it like a like a like an 8. Like yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right now I'm still in the afterglow of of of, of finishing the damn campaign. Yeah. Um which, what what the DMs experience and what the players experience are two totally different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because like the post game for me for like Curse of Star, I was like, I don't ever want to read this fucking book again. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that was amazing. <laughs> like, I remember you you were borderline like I don't want a DM ever again. Yeah, like I'm fucking done. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about a bit about the things that we as DMs do. Uh, for a post-campaign wind-down, I guess. Do you go straight to another book or start researching things? Do you just take a break? What do you do? Do you just gotta grab a cigarette for, go outside and just, like, take I can, a deep breath? I can, I can tell you from... Like Ben Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> the only experience I've had was after A Curse of Strahd. And af- for Curse of Strahd, for, like, the first week, I didn't do anything anything D related i just and I, I mean i'm not not in a bad way i wasn't like oh i'm done i don't want to touch anybody yeah, but yeah. it was just like it was just like a personal like detox like okay i don't want to saturate my mind with this like i just want to i i want i want to take a break from it so that way like the excitement and stuff can build up for it and whatnot and then Literally the next week, I started making character after character for Avernus. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and, and but I mean, by me, like for that first week, I was just like, all right, literally just take a break. This that, that's what this, this two week period is for. Just take a just take a pure yeah. break. Yeah. And that's what I did. I, I, I like I read. I watched some movies. I spent time with my girlfriend and stuff like that. Like I just nothing. I, I, saw, I saw my family for the first time in a year. <laughs> I'm alive. But it was just like it was just like nothing D&D related. Absolutely nothing okay. D&D related. So yeah, just, I, I can I can 100 uh, percent agree with that. And one thing I can tell you not to do is do a another start another campaign a week after <laughs> no absolutely not that, that was one of our first episodes if you want to go back on that dm uh dungeon master burnout you um, really you really you really believe me that the two weeks for some people it might not sound like a lot of time and for some people it might sound like a lot of time but believe mm-hmm. me that two weeks is like the perfect middle ground yeah. for like okay now i have time <laughs> you know yeah. like yeah like yeah, just, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realize, uh, and I hope our players realize. But like, honestly, when I was uh, when I was running the campaign, my my routine was on Sunday, I would read the chapter, whatever chapter I was on, on from where we were on, on forward mm-hmm. until the end of that chapter. On Tuesday, I will refresh my memory on where we left off in that specific encounter. Right, and then not all day Tuesday. Uh, on so on Sunday, it was like. 
three to four. It was like an hour or so. I'm not I'm making it sound like I'm all day studying. No, no, no. It's like an hour or two. Tuesday after work, same thing. I read it at night, so it's fresh in my head. It like it does that thing, you know, that 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 it like imprints in your head overnight. And then Wednesday I will leave early from work, which I'm lucky that my, my boss is okay with that. Um and go through the whole thing. Open the map cue the music, uh, go through each monster, see what they do, like preparing before that. That was like my routine, which I love. I love this. I don't have a problem doing it. You know, I really love doing this kind of stuff. Um, but man, after nine months of that, it's, you know, like for it, as, as much as you love it, it, it wears you out. Oh yeah. It's, it, it's a legitimate headache. And, 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 and I, and I don't mean like, like in a bad way, like it actually does give you a physical headache, you know? Yeah. yeah. And and honestly, after we were done with the last one, just like you, I was like, I can do so much things. Yeah, I have like three, I have like four books that I want to read. There's so much time now. You you don't you don't really realize how much time is taking up by prepping until yeah. until you run a campaign. And I'm just like, and like after Curse of Strahd, like I'm free. I actually said that. I actually said that when we were done. Like I'm free now. And I just like got up from my chair. Just like it's all on you, Jose. Like this is your. Yeah, it goes, and I start getting tired right away. Uh, but I think I think okay. So so as a DM, you take that time to detox relax your brain yeah don't even yeah. think like and I, I i seriously mean don't even think about D. no it's, it, no, it's, it's my, healthy yeah here's the thing i was as soon as we were done because I, I ran like a one-off for my friends mm-hmm. right um I, it was still in my head and it honestly until i finished the one-off yesterday i didn't feel the full calmness of not having to prepare for D. yeah right and I, I have and then i woke up this morning oh man i'm so good you know i started reading my comics again and then instantly started like you know i kind of want to play a sorcerer let me start reading that. and i was like no 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 no. it's okay to have like a vague idea of what you want but i, I i'm telling actively telling myself constantly that i need to just step back do not enjoy my fucking free time until like the next game or whatever do not pick up a D book yeah let them yeah. they're not going anywhere they will be right there where you left them. Believe staring me. at me, Andrew. Believe me. Staring at me. It is perfectly fine. No, it's, it's not. I, it's a, put it down, Jose. Put it down. <laughs> I, just, I just gotta smell it. I gotta sniff. When I got that, Teresa's like, why do you have that book? Yeah, like three other books. I'm like, I'm gonna use it, god damn it. <laughs> She's like, but what about what about the book I got you? She's talking about Ryan. I'm like, I, I might use something in here. Like, you don't know. It's <laughs> so it's always needed man yeah you never know <laughs> anyways yeah no for real but yeah no i 100 percent agree with you i'm like actively telling myself to not but go down that, that road but as a dm behind the scenes like make sure like hey this guy like 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 for you and me we tend to like you know like now yeah. we tend to like go back and forth so so like i think it was like 10 sessions ago or something like that you're like hey we're coming up near the end of the campaign you might want to start reading rhyme. So I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to read rhyme or I, I had been reading rhyme. I've been like, you know, kind of, and, and so now, so now this two week period, now I'm really going over it. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to read it cover to cover and like make notes like, okay, this is this and blah, blah, blah. So, but, but if, if you know for a fact that someone else in your group is going to, it, it's, and this works the two week, hold on. I should probably preface the two week period thing works because we have more than one DM in our group. 
Right. If you're the yes, only demon in your group, you might want to take like a month or so off. Yes. Like, like yes. Do which, not burn which, yourself out. <laughs> you you know this about me, Andrew, but for me, I was like a month, a month without D and D. How is that even possible? It's and like after it's that not possible. It's had, necessary. Right after I, after that burnout, I, uh, that burnt out I have, dude. I was like, no, no, I. I, I, I I get it. I, I can't. I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, burnout is not fun, and it and and burnout burnout is a really bad aftertaste. Where like mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of taints like D and D, or you're just like I don't want it. Not just for you, but for the players. Too. Yeah, for everybody else, because if yeah. because if the DM's burnt out, everyone's gonna feel it because he's not gonna be as passionate yeah. or like you know yeah. as so. And it's just like it's gonna be. No D and D is better than bad D and D. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and 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 we're lucky that we have. I mean, I know Heather has a lot going on, but she always she was always like, "Oh, I, I'll start, I'll start." And honestly, if you weren't going, if you said like, "Oh, I can't because I'm doing this," and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna take a break after River," I'm pretty sure she would have been like, "Oh, I'll I'll do what one of," but she knows that she has us to rely on as well, you know. Well, I but think yes, like I think the thing is is that knowing our dynamic because we know. You can run a campaign start to finish, no problems. Me, like, I tend to get burnt out about halfway through. I'm like, okay, I might need to take a break. So then that's where, like, Heather comes in. Like, okay, well, then I'll run a session of this and blah, blah, blah. So then as, like, as these, like, kind of, like, DM sort of dynamic, we can communicate and be like, hey, look. I'm not feeling so good. Like, like not, not, not like I'm not, uh, I'm sick. <laughs> Something which is like, it's just like, Hey, I just kind of, you still have to DM if you're sick. <laughs> I did one time I did DM. I'm like, I'm like, okay guys, we are cutting this off at nine 30. Cause I am taking NyQuil. <laughs> so anyways, but I mean, I mean, but communicate and, 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 yeah. and like, let them know like, Hey, I, I could probably use like a week or two off. Yeah. Like now would be a good time to like run your thing or something like that. And just yeah. definitely communicate. If you have other DMS in the group and they've been like saying, Hey, I want to run this blah, blah, blah. Don't stamp that out. Nourish it and be like, yeah, yeah dude, that's great. Cause then, you know, it, it kind of helps everybody out. It's kind of, it's kind of like a weird, like crop rotation thing where like mm-hmm. everybody benefits from that. Yep. So definitely yep. communicate with other potential DMs in your group. Yeah. So. And honestly, for me, like I love, and I think it's it's been developing naturally for our group that once like I'm done, right, I I, I can feel it. Even though we don't do it, I can feel like, here you go, Andrew. Yeah. It's your responsibility. Yeah. The now, mantle right? is yours now. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's all on him. Like you know, like we were talking earlier about like inviting people and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's all you, man. Whoever you want to invite, how many people you want to invite, I'll take care of the technology stuff and like get ready for the stream. But that's like no big deal for me. But but, you know? but like I don't have to think about it. <laughs> but that dynamic that dynamic is really healthy because you're like, okay, this is what he sees as a DM. And this yeah. is what I experienced as a player. And now I'm on the other side of the screen. I know what to deliver and yeah. what to expect. You know, it's just like, you know, it, like, yeah. like, like the sense of perspective, it really helps out, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I'm really lucky with it, with what, what we have right yeah. now, where it's like, yeah. I'm not the forever DM or you're not oh the forever God, yes. DM yes. <laughs> anymore. So, so. Ever, ever since, ever since after, Oh, after Barovia, yeah, I've been like, I'm no longer the Forever DM. I was like, I was brought back to life. I'm the, free. the curse I've been lifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because around that time, Heather also was like, Oh, I want to, I want to help. So now we have a very, a very, very secret DM uh, Dungeon Master uh, uh, Facebook channel. <laughs> they don't know. About hey, that. if you, 
If you step up to the plate, you get to be invited. They don't know about the Illuminati that we've set up with other DMs. <laughs> we, oh, man. We must oh, keep shit. them uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yes. So, we talked about awareness. We, we both had a, a good time on it. I had I found the flaws. I tried to fix the flaws. Uh, but I think... I love, I love epics. I love, I know you were more into like the, the granular, like, you know, not scary, but like very like intimate adventure. The weird thing and I, is, I, I'm is like, that, I'm like, like, the end of the world is happening. Let's go. The weird thing is that like, I'm not, I'm not super duper into horror, but it's just like, I read rhyme and I'm just like, oh God damn it. Okay. I'm going to be fucking, <laughs> I'm going to be fucking pigeonholed into this role. Watch, because I, I already, I already, I don't even know the adventure that's coming out this holiday, but I already called dips in it, right? And, it's and the next be, one's like, gonna be a th- horror theme. I'm like, that's me. Right. It, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be something along the lines of like, I don't know. We went to Avernus, so now we're going to deeper into the nine hells or something. I don't know. It's gonna be some, something insane. And then the next one's gonna be. Oh, it's, it's a it, part it, two. No, it's gonna be like it's just a jaunt into a normal village. Mind flayers. Like, god damn it, why? Why me? Why fucking me? And there's there's actually for session zero for rhyme, I'm gonna be like, okay, so tell me if you heard this one before. Because there is definitely some overlap with rhyme and curse of straw where I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Why? That's awesome. I, I I am the DM of the super specific campaign thing, <laughs> like factor. <laughs> so, I can't wait! I can't wait to stage for session zero. Yeah, it's just like no. <laughs> and you'll and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when we, when we get to session zero. Okay. okay, I can't wait. Oh man. Oh Jesus! So yeah, so that was that was pretty much what we experienced as DMs, and and again we have this cool dynamic that we can flip uh, back and forth to keep us sane, really. Um, so Andrew, hmm. whew, with all that being said, we still have to do the the session highlights. So what the though, fuck? We just went over the whole <laughs> that was session. that was like a that was like a pain highlight. We just went over the whole campaign. <laughs> no, specifically last session. I have mine. Do you have yours? My personal highlight, and this is going to be skewed because it involves my character, was okay. that like TMS shows up with Arkin and like the Minotaur and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, all right, we got to get up to the companion and like, or companion and like use these rods and blah, blah, blah. So, Orin, you're going to go first and blah. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> does nobody see this huge five headed queen of draft? Hold on, hold Hold the phone. Hold on a second. I feel like Which, I need, the, I feel like I need to address like this. It's big on the map. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and everyone's just like, yeah, it's fine. We, we you know, we'll just, we, we'll just yada, yada, yada over that <laughs> part. I'm like, hold on. Hold, hold the phone. <laughs> I like to imagine that, like, fucking Tiamat. Oh, I am the queen of dragons here to reclaim my realm. And, like, the camera zooms out and it's like the team looking away from her. Yeah, yeah, and they're and, and they're and they're like football huddling and like <laughs> like around and Carpox just like okay, Yeah, you're guys. you're in between the two, you're like And I'm just like, and I'm just like guys, 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 I don't wanna I don't wanna be the bearer of bad news here, but <laughs> <laughs> nobody was paying attention. Guys, yeah, it was just like, all right, break. And they were just like, guys, guys, all right, I guess I'm fighting this thing by myself. <laughs> 
Just imagine, oh, this massive belly of And it's like, car packed us up part of the plan. Like, we never went over the plan. <laughs> oh, just swinging this halberd around. Uh, I think, I think my, my session highlight from there was, so it's not part of the original adventure, but Serial summons a, especially a, a spiral staircase that goes all the way up to, to the companion. To make it very easy, very clear what to do. Right, with what neon the, signs point, pointing yeah, up and arrows pointing up. Insert <laughs> rods here. What does the what does the group do instead of just going up the fucking stairs? Why? No, they decide to grab. Which I mean, it's, it's a fair thing to do. But like, they they grab the what is it? It was uh oh, it was it was the the Warforge tied herself to. Oh no, she didn't. No, it was the angel, the Varric, the, the the orc angel grabs the 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 warforge who has the nine. No, 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 no. You 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 were right the first time. The warforge ties ties herself to Varric. Varric grabs Crad, goes up, immediately gets smacked by lightning, (laughs) falls back down. He goes, "All right, all right." That first that first time was a fluke. (laughs) He goes up a second. (laughs) Just so you know, from behind the scenes. That, I was. I just added that for flavor. I was like, "Oh, lightning!" So they're probably gonna get hit by it. And the roll. I'm telling you, the roll was like 14. The dexterity. It was super low. I'm like, "There's no way he can miss that." Maybe one time. Yeah. Right? So he gets up there, gets struck by lightning. Let's go of Crad. Crad falls, gets hurt. Meanwhile, he's like spiraling down. Oh with god! The I totally just forgot like, that Crad is like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that happens. And then, and then I used uh, 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 something I learned from the other DM, uh, and I was like, "Crad, go kill Orin." Not Crad. I'm a Krapot. Go kill Orin. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw. I saw you play that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I deserve that. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Orin. <laughs> <laughs> So Krad is like, okay, I'm not gonna trust the orc angel again. I'm just gonna go and defend Orin, right? Um, and then the orc angel is like, I'm gonna go up again one more time. I'm like, okay, there's no way he can get hit the lightning twice in the same spot. Boom! Flies up again. <laughs> that time I roll max on the on the on the deck. <laughs> just, <laughs> and I, he had five hit points left. So well, the warfare is like, okay, are we doing that again? He's like, no. I ain't doing that again. <laughs> and then the fucking gnome is like, uh, I'll take the rods and cast dimensional. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, <laughs> just dimension doors up there. We're just like, Orin, dude. <laughs> I love that the whole table was just like, you had that the whole time. <laughs> this whole fucking time, you could have done that. <laughs> he just like, he steps through, comes out to the top, lighting everywhere, but he's closing because. The thing is that if they would have just jumped onto the platform, right, they would have mm-hmm. been fine. The lightning wouldn't hit them. That was my my, my thought process behind. Oh, but, they but, just decided but the to fact go. that they were they flying to, up above it. They were it. flying up above it and then coming down. Right. That's what I was like, okay. If they would have just like, oh, just whatever. The point is. <laughs> they could, so, so, so by that logic, they could have flew to the second to last step and then boop. And they just yep. walked up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, anyways, but all I imagine is like the tiny little gnome. Holding this massive rods that are like twice his size on top of this platform, going and he's by just like trying to put them. 
Lightning coming from it. And then like Tiamat. Heavy winds. Tiamat flying towards And he's just like. And he's just like mailing the female in. Flips one over. Oh, this is the right side. Flip. Like, no, flips it over. Come on. Flips it over again. There it goes. Now. It's like a USB port. Yeah. He just, and he, uh, at first I was like, I'm going to make it so it's like at three turns he has to do the whole thing. But honestly, it was like almost 10 already. Oh, jeez. So I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to end it. This is, I mean, he, he, I wasn't planning on doing any checks for him to actually get him in there. So I'm like, he opened a companion and then like the angel, the the, the Templar, 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 whatever the fuck it's called. I think it was the Planetar, Com- wasn't it? Planetar, Planetar comes out and just ah, with the light pushes everybody away and then the game. Which I was like, a Planetar? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the, what it was. That's the thing that's holding up a whole city. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like if it was like a solar, like I would have been like, okay. With it, Wait. But, uh, Hold on, maybe maybe it was a solar. Not no, it, no, it was definitely a planetar because a solar a solar is red. I, I remember that much, but a planetar is oh, green. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but I was oh, like, man. I was like, mm. <laughs> that was definitely that was definitely my session highlight. Fucking that was, was like, okay, that, felt- that that's one of those weird like power gap moments where like wait hold on a planetar can take out can probably take out a city because you have to remember <laughs> like like a normal person's a cr zero. So, yeah. <laughs> like I can't, oh, I can't help it that we're freakish Olympian superheroes now. <laughs> so. uh, but oh man, that I think it ended well. It's just the fact that Oren was like, okay, guys, hold on a minute. Yeah, here, let me use just just the most mundane, like, all right, I guess. Let me solve the problem here. (laughs) It's just like fucking gnome did the ultimate thing. Yeah, and it it was the fact there was all this buildup between like Crad, like redeeming himself and very, like, I am now the like bearer of Zero Sword. Nope, here comes Oren. Nope, here comes Oren. If you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much. Oh man, Whew. yes, that was my second and, highlight. And for I think sure. I, I think it was really funny that like Oren like didn't realize like oh shit I can escape really quickly until a fucking barbarian was coming after. It's like oh oh, yeah. oh hey I need to get up there right now. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't until he had a horse in the race that all of a sudden hey I got this super useful spell. <laughs> the whole time it was just like oh okay, everything's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah I think wasn't that the fight where he did not move at all? He was just like <laughs> Like from like Probably. behind Zeriel or something like that. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, hold monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, everybody, everybody like split to go fight different things. Yeah. And, and he, he was just like, he, he didn't even go to defend Zeriel. He stayed in the exact same spot. He hid behind Zeriel. No, no, no. That was, um. Didn't he hide? Oh, yeah. Well, he hid, he hid behind but, somebody. But for the most part, he was just like in the same spot from the beginning. Just like the laziest wizard. <laughs> just like, no, but sorry. He fucking saved the day. Sorry, he was pragmatic. He wasn't lazy. Yeah. He was saving his energy for when he had to unlock the companion. <laughs> I'm sorry for doubting him. <laughs> but it was just like it was just like oh, very like like I'm gonna like do like an uppercut slice and then like dice him in the air and like car parks like I'm gonna smash him on the side of my Albert and Kratz like I'm gonna smite him and blah 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 and then Orange was like beep beep it's like alright that's my turn <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Whew. well anyways so yes that was 
the session highlights for the last session of the Ten Enter uh, into Avernus, and I cannot wait for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. And Kevin, I hope you're gonna join us. Everyone's gonna freeze to death. It's gonna be so much fun. I'm gonna have to crack down the AC even more. I even have a cape that I'm gonna be wearing. It's gonna be just full on. I got I got one of those big old parkas from Snuggie. It's gonna be hot as fuck. But I'm gonna <laughs> but I'm gonna wear halfway through the session. It's just sweat. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Andy, like Andy, my Andy. hair is just like mad to my forehead. Like no, it's for it's for authenticity. <laughs> Andrew, you okay, man? Wanna <laughs> grab a tub of ice and put it on my feet? Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking cold, I can't feel my legs. Do you guys know what gangrene is? Well. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Andrew, do you have any news? I mean, other than we both got our copies of Ravenloft. Yeah, look at me and my peasant version while he got the. Yeah, look at you and your peasant version. <laughs> at least I got it. It's the same content. <laughs> You can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> did I tell you? Did I tell you about the time that I got one and it, you you opened it like this, and, and it, it was, was all upside, upside down, upside down. Yeah, that 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 had to have been one of the first prints because there was a lot of there was a lot of books like where the first prints were like, hey, um, let's yeah. visit the coast, <laughs> and they were like, oh yeah, no, just send it back. We'll 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 cover it for you. So. Which, by the way, like the domains of Ravenloft, each one of them has a map, and there is a shit ton. Oh yeah. Like I was I was telling Andrew before we started that this is a chunky I mean, it doesn't look chunky, but like I'm I haven't well, for, books. For a supplement book, this is chunky. Yeah. <clears throat> it's definitely not uh what's her name? Sword Coast Adventures Guide. No no well well yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> no, Tasha's even Tasha's cauldron of everything, it was it was fairly small. That's what this I've heard. Feels, yeah, this one feels like the DMG, like it legit feels like an actual book. Oh yes, Kevin says that he will check us out. He will come and join us to check us out. Yes, hopefully we keep entertaining you just as much as we entertain ourselves. But this is, but this just, just from skimming through it, this is exactly what I want in a setting book, where yeah. it's like this is the template <clears throat> for here's how to make your own adventure in this setting. So yeah. that way, it's like a good jumping off point for early DMs to be like, hey, yeah. you, if you want to do, if you want horror, but you want to add your own spin to it. There you go. You yeah. know, knock yourself yeah. out. No, no, it's 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 fantastic. It's a beautiful book. The art, there's a lot of art, mm-hmm. like a lot of it, which is I love when they do that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, but other than that, I don't think I'm still waiting for Wizards to like announce, hey, new book coming out in holiday 2021. I'm 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 waiting. <clears throat> I'm waiting for Spelljammer, dude. <laughs> They're not gonna do it. They're a bunch of cowards. Yeah, you heard me, Chris Perkins. <laughs> really? Really, Spelljammer? <laughs> you cowards. <laughs> we know you haven't. Edit that part out. That audio was really bad. <laughs> honestly, I mean, honestly, I think Vecna is what I want right now. Only really? I just, I recently learned over and like, it, there's too many signs. There's too many signs leading up to it. There's maybe signs just, that something. Maybe, maybe I'm just maybe maybe I'm just paranoid. Let me get my tinfoil. Yeah, I mean, like don't don't shoot an arrow and paint a target around it. But there are signs that something is going yeah. to happen. So D and D sixth edition. No, they're not gonna do that. Maybe. I mean, there might be a. It, I would honestly say, and this is not me being like a, like a crotchety old man, but it it really wouldn't hurt for five E to have a five point five. You know. I don't. The thing is, I don't even think they should call it 5.5. I think it's just just revamp what's already there. Because I feel like the rules that we have right now are so open-ended that all they have to do is refine it. That's but see, it. but that's to... but that but that's why there is a 5.5. So that way it's like, oh, okay, right. it's not. I mean, because like three, 
like you can work with the rules for three and 3.5, but it's just like 3.5 is just a little bit more refined. Mm. So it's like, you know, like I, uh, like five, like I think, I think if they honestly just like, just kind of just sort of fix the messy bits and like kind of refine around the edges. Yeah. Five point. I think, I think a 5.5 would be great. Honestly. Yeah. Kevin says that some people are thinking Greyhawk or Dragonlance, which will be pretty cool as hell for sure. Dragonlance would be cool. Yeah. Honestly, from what I I love, I would love to, I would love to dive into all those classic D and D settings. You know, I'm a, I'm a D I'm a baby D and D. I have, I've grew up with, you know, the forgotten realms. Maybe like, maybe like a dark sun setting would be really cool too. That'd be pretty bomb. Or just like post-apocalypse, like we don't go on the surface kind of. (laughs) I mean, that'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. But yes, Andrew, we are uh, almost out of time. We are out of time. We actually went over way over time. No, we didn't. We're at like an hour and a half. We usually go an hour and forty five. Oh, okay. well, I mean, you gotta you, you gotta include the the super impactful and dynamic interview that we're gonna be having with our players. Oh, you're right. Those yeah, hard yeah, hitting yeah. questions. Where we're just the like, ones we, that, you mean the interview we already had, Andrew? Yeah, it's already Shut been done. Up. What are you talking about? Yeah. Don't fucking ignore what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> with that, Andrew, do you have anything else? No. No. Well. Look forward to Rhyme Session Zero. Thank you all for joining us. We had uh, quite a few viewers today. Kevin, you are the best for sticking around and listening to my ugly voice and Andrew's unbelievably annoying tone. Uh, but you stuck that around. Yes, and thank you, Kevin. I hope you, I hope you had... Uh, yeah, he says, have a good day. I hope you have a good day as well. A good rest of your week. I think Session 1 will be June 2nd. Session 0, I mean. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So not this Wednesday. Not this Wednesday that's coming up, nor the Wednesday after that. But the right, right? Or am I crazy? Uh, no, it's gonna be. No, no, you might be right. Yeah, June second. Yeah, June second. So June second, session zero of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Just in time for summer. Everything's cold and like I'm like sweating from the. Yeah, heat exactly. <laughs> like the AC is like. <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, if I waited till it got cold, we would never fucking play rhymes. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. Welcome to Florida. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much. I hope you guys had a good time. I hope you enjoyed our small, you know, impromptu review of a descent into Avernus from a DM and a player perspective. Um, It's all right. Make sure to leave us. (laughs) Make sure. Shut up, Andrew. Make sure to leave us a comment, leave us a review on Facebook or iTunes or whatever the hell you are. Um, like the button, subscribe, do the little bell so you get a notification, do all that kind of stuff. Once again, thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks? Yes, two weeks. So, thank you guys. You all have a wonderful, wonderful, and wonderful. And join us later as we go into the icy depths of Icewind Hill. Where we're gonna make fun of everything that happens because that's just how those people. Cannibalism. <laughs> Yummy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 We are done being loud. I have Crohn's disease. <laughs>